1: episode three. 64 you know what i miss penis are you a boner guy what are you talking about what a dick i'm the one who should apologize
2: cuz cuz a row cuz a are you a boner guy you know what i miss penis are you a boner guy
3: it's showtime <laughs>
4: W A T P W A T P. Hello Robert Dixon cousins. welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcast The only show where you always know who's right, me, I am I'm your host Carl, with me today, the man who is fat and bald and those are his good qualities From Who's Right, it's Doug, a.k.a. Mean Doug, what's happening Doug? How you doing Carl? I'm Chris? Well, w- hey, welcome back to the show my friend
3: It's good to be back
4: Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the unedited live show live or whenever you want. Tickets are now on sale for DabbleCon, WATPLive.com. There are four separate events. You can get the whole package. You can pick and choose what you want to go to. We're doing a stand-up show. We're doing the Dabby Awards. We're doing live podcasting. There's a VIP meet and greet. So sign up now to get your tickets for Stutter Slam. WATPLive.com. Uncle Rico Show will be there. Anthony Cumia, Chrissy Mayer, all in Rochester, New York, February 3rd and 4th. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Tattoo Squid Podcast. This was a suggestion from Doug. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Dre. Doug, how did
3: you find this one? I apologize, Wow.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It took me a while to figure out what was
4: going
3: on. A friend of mine turned me on to it, and I, I listened to it for, I don't know, 15 minutes, and I thought, well, I'm going to put this in my back pocket. It'll be a good one for the next time, pa- time I on out, W-A-T-P. Time out. pause,
4: pause. A friend of yours recommended the show to you?
3: To listen to because of the quality of it. Okay.
4: Uh, so it's not like a fan of the show going, dude, you've no. got to hear what this guy's spin. <laughs> it's no, pretty, no. pretty incredible.
3: So, well, I, like I said, I had that in my back pocket, and then... Uh when we were figuring out what to what to do, I'm like, well, fuck We'll just do this one. Yeah. And then I started listening to it and it's like it's unclippable. It fucking sucks. <laughs> what are you talking about? You have like 32 clips on here. <laughs> 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 I, I bet it's not good, it's not good clippable. How's okay.
4: That? All right. Well, uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna let you get us started. Introduce
3: our audience to Tattoo Squid Podcast, Doug. So I will say my my clip that sums up the show is number thirty-one. All right.
6: Um. And also, basically, we could, yeah. You know, um.
4: <laughs> yeah, this guy's not great at talking.
5: It's one of the problems <laughs> with this show.
4: <laughs> you know, this is one of those shows where it's it's a, a nerd who pretends that he has a show. And he also hangs out with other nerds who pretend they have shows and they do each other's shows and play pretend together, like their whole make-believe network of make-believers getting together and doing each other's shows. So, I listened to a recent episode, and what he's doing now, the Dre, the host of the show, this season of his show, is getting other podcasters on to talk about their shows. And this gets off to a rough start.
7: <laughs> now, I would like to eat the
8: the one, the
6: only me. Hello, squiddies, or squidarians, or whatever you want to be called. You know, just don't call me late for dinner. Ha! That's an old joke. But anyway, all right, we got here. We got Dan from the Happy Moment Podcast, and I found out what the Happy Moment Podcast is. And uh, but we'll we'll, we'll let uh, Dan uh, tell it much better because he's a fan of like I'm a fan of this. The genre of a, of a kind of movie Godzilla.
4: Oh boy! Now, <laughs> no offense to Tony from Hack the Movies, but if you're really into Godzilla, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I agree.
3: Okay, so I, I didn't even listen to that episode, and yeah. you've already taken away one of my clips. Oh no! I, the, the, what what I clipped from a different episode starts out exactly the same way.
5: And...
8: the one,
9: the only me. Hey! Squiddies! Alright.
4: <laughs> People who listen to the show are Squiddies, apparently. We're yeah, learning that. I, I don't think there's a lot of squiddies,
3: But So the, the the videos I was looking through on his YouTube channel, it looks like there's... I don't know if Squiddy should be pluralized. I think it's singular. <laughs> I think it's Squiddy. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that. that's me. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm the only views on there, from, from what <laughs> yeah. I gather. Maybe Maybe you as well.
4: Yeah, I noticed that, too. Um, so I, I want to introduce you guys to this guy, Dan, he brings in from a Happy Moment podcast. And he explains where he got the name for his podcast from. It's actually a line from Godzilla versus Monster Zero, a 1965 Godzilla
7: film. And so they come to the planet. They fight. Godzilla and Rodan win the fight. And so then the, the lead alien, the controller of Planet X, he turns to the human astronauts and he says a happy moment and it's a great movie and that combined with the fact that I just wanted to do a podcast where I talk about the things that I enjoy and make me happy so a happy moment made sense for that and that's where I got the title from (laughs) this guy sounds like he's presenting in front of his class
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh today's the day Uh, I do a
4: podcast Uh, uh Doug, please save us. Did you find any fun clips out here?
3: So like you said, I pulled 30 something clips. There's some that I want to make sure we get to, and then there's some that if we need to fill space before we get to Zumak, then we can go ahead and play.
4: <laughs> we got a jam packed show, so all killer no filler today, Doug. You just pick out the best ones.
3: Alright, so I- I'm gonna start with uh I, I do want to badmouth the guy a little bit, so Good. my clip number two is what I'm getting ready to introduce. Is it seems like uh, Dre, the host of the show, likes to let you know how much he knows, and then the more that he tries to do that, the more you realize he doesn't know a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Sorry, we got like an air bubble in there. Uh, you know, squiddies. It's Dre from Tattoo Squid Podcast, and my guest today is Stu from Stu World Order from the Pennsylvania State. So, uh, the mining company of the world. Anyway, no, but
3: (laughs) (laughs) holy shit! The mining company of the
4: world.
5: I have that same clip. (laughs) That's so funny.
4: Yeah, I think you meant the mining capital of the world. Probably (laughs) would make a little more sense than company. You know, Pennsylvania, that great company. Yeah, they're pretty productive over there. Okay, so so you listen to this episode as well. I checked out a little bit of the beginning of it because I didn't realize the show had a video format until I was all the way done listening to the episode that I listened to. And then I got very intrigued by what this gentleman looked like, which I'm going to get into in a little bit. But first, let me just uh, point out what a dork this guy Dan is that he has on his show. They go on all these like adventures, but to the point where
6: they have this little thing on the guys like belt hoop, you know, and just go, you know, kind of like Aquaman, but you know, Aquaman has that, that sense that you, you know, you go, you know, right, right. I want to hear this guy do a podcast about
4: pussy episode one. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you'll be shocked to find out that this guy, Dan is into pro wrestling. I know, usually, that's like the cool people. (laughs) (laughs) The cool dorks. What else are you into there, Dan?
7: Uh, Big wrestling fan. Uh, Wrestling, been watching that since I was... Seven years old, maybe that's the right age. Yeah, yeah there's a
6: format. People, we just went to I you know, did a wrestling thing with another guy. We're gonna do more wrestling here.
7: Yeah, you can oh. never have enough wrestling.
6: Oh,
4: you can never. Oh, that, that's true. Wrong. Yeah, <laughs> now obviously, my buddy Vinnie Pauline, I was a big wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and I like to rib him from time to time about that because it's about the company you keep sometimes, and it just so happens. That this guy's favorite wrestler is also Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. But uh, wrestling,
6: who's your favorite like wrestler?
4: All time? Yeah. Brett Hart. Yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler? Yesterday? No, no, no. All time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you were seven. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, I think that's true, too. So th- now our host, Dre, our fearless host here, he is an Undertaker guy. He's a big Undertaker guy.
7: And I know... I'm not mistaken, you're a big Undertaker guy.
4: How can you tell?
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like I think I said that numerous times on my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I do, I wish, and I've been trying, I've been trying to like post something on there and get The Undertaker to come on.
7: Hopefully, <laughs> that'd be awesome.
6: Oh, my God. I'll be tongue-tied. I'll
4: be, like, I'd be like, I, you know, I'm like, I can't get a word in. It's like, That's not what being tongue-tied is. <laughs> so he's a big Undertaker guy, and he has a similar approach as Suttering John does to trying to get Joe Biden on his show. He, like, tweets at him. It's like, hey, I got a show. Do you want to come on sometime? But he's nervous about it because if he actually got to talk to The Undertaker, it would be pretty crazy, considering the things The Undertaker has done in his past – I want everyone to listen very closely to this clip, because what I'm going to reveal to you is that this man, not a boy, man, Dre, thinks that wrestling is real. I think
7: my favorite version of Undertaker was the Ministry of Darkness. Wow, really? Yeah, he he was a real badass during that time, and... I, I kind of like the evil characters, you know.
6: Oh, yeah, I mean, but he was like really fucking evil. I mean, like that was that was evil when, because I, I think we call it. Uh, you don't see like most wrestlers go to somebody's house, even the boss's house, mm-hmm. and and kidnap. Like the daughter.
7: Yeah, that I remember that. Where too, Stephanie, we he turns around in the car.
6: He <laughs> was like, you No, know, no, not even that, but he was at like the he was like at the the house of Vince McMahon, you know, and mm-hmm. then they were all standing there like with like uh like torches or some shit. And and, you know, banging on the door, he's like, Stephanie You know. I was like, What the fuck? He's he's abduction now he's gonna get arrested it's still going
4: to be damaged. he was worried he was gonna get arrested
3: okay I, so i need your opinion i need some help on this i need some guidance i need some coaching so when i was listening to this trying to get ready for this show i was trying to rationalize with myself is it okay for me to make fun of this guy right you know, because i i went into it thinking i have no problem punching down right i, but I know I'm what you mean yeah <laughs> but some of the shit I pulled is, is I'm sitting here thinking, like, he's fucking retarded. Like, retarded, retarded. I don't mean it like the way that it's okay to say it. I mean it the way that it's not okay to say right. it.
4: Right. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. And one of the notes that I wrote down for myself is, I really want to know what this guy does for a living. I would be very curious to know how this person makes money. Because he seems brain dead to me. Like, yeah, it's he, not working.
3: I know he's not a storyteller.
4: So. <laughs>
1: That's for sure.
3: Go ahead, Doug. The floor is yours, buddy. All right. I'm going to start punching down. Let's go.
5: Let's go. So, ding, ding. Ma- Maybe
3: number 11 is it may be a good look into what happened to cause his condition.
6: That's <laughs> what happens when we're like in the 70s, 80s, whatever. You no, know, nothing. Yeah. Nothing's like against the law. We've done everything, you know. It's like hey, we drank from the hose from the outside <laughs> hose. You know, we ran through the sprinkler system. Yeah, you know, we you know, what was the other things that we couldn't fucking do this year uh, this time. Uh, uh yeah, we couldn't drink the hose, you know, drink from the hose. Uh there's like <laughs> oh, you can have bacteria or something. I'm like, we turned out fine now. i don't think you did buddy (laughs) let's list all the
4: things we did we drank from the hose there was drinking from the hose hose. (laughs) that was going on through the hose (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah i i happened to check that one out too and the other guy is just as awkward like every guest that he has on is even more awkward than this host is somehow just hard to do
3: yeah i okay (laughs) So this so, is the
4: stew. So this guy has a, a show called Stew World Order. Stew which you, World would, Order. you would think from that name, you're like, oh shit, this is gonna be badass. Maybe we'll get to some Illuminati talk or something. No, <laughs> They're not even
3: close. Okay, so start with my number three. This is this is uh a setup to a long string of clips. I think I know I used the word string.
6: I am well, how are you, sir? I'm good. I had mozzarella sticks, so there might be a little gases going on, but uh other oh, than that. Yeah,
4: the mozzarella stick talk goes <laughs> on and on. You would think that'd just be a throwaway, but all
3: right, let's go. How long Chris, did you listen to this? I did not. Okay. How long do you think that you and I could have a, a super engaging conversation about string cheese? if we actually did it's already over right it it (laughs) just happened (laughs) five seconds yeah (laughs) yeah it's over (laughs) all right so go to my number four it's all good yeah i always
2: like the thing about mozzarella sticks where they uh,
4: i think i saw it a few you know years ago online where it's go up to somebody to ask them would you like to have six uh string cheeses and they're like no god that sounds terrible and they're like what if i deep fried and give you mozzarella sauce "Ah, that sounds great i'll definitely eat those that is wonderful no
5: <laughs> <All right.
4: laughs> I have that clip as well. And the reason why I pulled it is because of the mozzarella sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not mozzarella <laughs> sauce. Oh. Hey, don't get <laughs> skimpy on the mozzarella sauce over here. I mean,
1: it sounds good, but. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would eat mozzarella I would
2: sauce, it.
4: but
2: I think he's thinking of marinara. So,
3: I, I had a whole flow that I was expecting this conversation to go, and I, I hadn't anticipated that you'd listen to the same thing.
9: Yeah, sorry. Uh,
3: so the, this guy is very. I guess stuttering John Esque in, in my opinion he has some of the same qualities where he only has a guest on to listen to him talk. He doesn't care what the <laughs> guest had to say. Yeah. And then as he uses the time that the guest is talking to either Google something or or, or whatever. So uh, his guest is in the middle of, of setting something up, my number seven, and he I have this labeled as the dumbest string of words ever I've ever heard put together.
6: I mean, half the time I was watching, there was one guy on YouTube and he had like a, uh, a show channel, channel show. No, there's no dyslexia.
3: Okay. Half the time I was watching <laughs> a show channel or channel show. There's
4: nothing
1: on that makes
3: any fucking sense. All right. I I might be very wrong about this, but
4: isn't dyslexia when you reverse letters within a word? Not when you reverse words in a sentence? Or does it work both ways?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think dyslexia is when you when the words kind of jump around on the page, not when you're just full-blown fucking stupid.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But well, that
9: would explain the mozzarella sauce. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Guys, don't make fun of the way I talk.
4: I have alcoholism. <laughs> Come on. Give me a break. Oh, I get
9: it. You,
3: you said a key phrase there. Don't make fun of the way I talk. My number eight, I can't help it.
6: <laughs> I pick a card. And I read the prompt and it's like, oh, this person is more likely to peel the the cheese or eat it as a whole, you know. And then you had to pretty much throw some somebody underneath the bus,
3: you know, yeah. that what? so I I wrote down throw under the bus, throw against the wall, throw me a bone <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out how I could crowbar all of those into the the rest of the show. You found a way.
4: This is literally the string cheese talk, so because they were talking about you probably have these clips out here, dog. You pass by, they're talking about whether or not you peel the cheese when you eat string cheese, or we just chop on it. And what you're can't... looking
3: for is my number five,
4: yeah, which is Okay, three the string cheese. This is some titillating talk right here. I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm spoiling it. And
6: I had the string cheeses and all that. It's just like you know, you peel it, you peel it, and then, then you know, it's like peeling a banana, but it's all white still. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, hmm. Lovely,
5: <laughs> lovely. What did you think was gonna be inside the string cheese? <laughs> <A prize. laughs>
3: so when, when they were going back and forth on this uh string cheese talk, there was yeah. the conversation about half the time he watches another YouTube channel and they, they play this card game uh called Drunk Stoned or Stupid. Yeah. Okay, so Dre gives a formal explanation of the card game. Uh, drunk, Stoned, or Stupid. It's my number nine. I want you to listen to him explain how to play it, and then I want you to tell me how to play the game as if I've never heard of it before. Okay.
4: that's This is a fun game. Let's try it.
3: It's like telephone. <laughs> yeah. But
4: everybody
6: has to agree. Not really. I have to, Everybody has to agree. But if everybody points to that same person, and then the judge is like, okay, we're going to go with this person, or they can make their own thing. You know? And it's really funny, but you get to... If you get seven cards, then you lose. But technically, you win, but you lose.
4: (laughs) Dude, Magic the Gathering is
6: easier
5: to understand than what this guy's
4: fucking talking about. All right, so Doug, if everybody agrees, and then the judge gets to decide, and the judge can say that you get seven cards, and then if you get seven cards, you win, but you're also a loser when you win with your loss. Duh. Is that what
9: Got I it. just heard? <laughs> no. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> and then you spin the
2: wheel of consequences.
4: Dude, you know what would be a fun thing to do? Is just have this guy read rules to us. Like, here's Monopoly. Oh, yeah. Here's Risk. <laughs> here's Life. Just, just read the rules to us. Actually, better than that, Doug,
3: have him read, read the them rules. and then tell us yes. your version of them. Yeah,
4: right? yeah, yeah. Just sum that up for us, please. We're about to play <laughs>
3: Euchre. Could
4: you please explain oh, that to oh, us? Oh, no.
3: <laughs> the right bower is the Trump. Trumpets are bad or good, or they're good if they're bad. If you have more than just go alone, you fuck know what? it. Mean Doug knows euchre.
4: I thought it was regional. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
3: he does. You okay. know what my problem is with this
4: uh, this show and the people on this show? I hate dumb nerds. Mm-hmm. I like nerds because <laughs> yeah. quad-core processing, air-conditioned seats and cars. Like, nerds are great. Yeah. Go to the moon. But dumb nerds, like, there's no reason for them to exist. I I agree. I always thought nerds were smart. Yeah. So I guess these aren't nerds. Hmm. I guess they're just losers. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, uh, let's talk about this. I just put this note down. He, this guy's going to talk about this show he used to like in the '80s or something. I just wrote. Maybe this dummy shouldn't host a podcast. Uh, but I I watched this one
6: movie which. Now you're talking about like old style Godzilla. How about like have you seen uh, there's a, a TV uh, a TV series uh, on I think it was on Fox or Channel Five as
4: they call it. Uh, and it was Hold called because I think it was on Fox or Channel Five as they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this again. What an idiot.
6: Uh, <laughs> And it was called Werewolf. Oh, I wouldn't go back right I think it was on Fox or Channel 5, as they call it. <laughs> uh, and it was called Werewolf, which was like a TV series, like an 80s kind of TV series or whatever. Well, anyway, so I was watching that and I was like, so I was like mesmerized about the whole thing. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can get the actor, you know, that played said guy that turns into a werewolf and I'm like
4: alright so this guy that I don't know what the show is I've never heard of it and no one has and he's excited about maybe trying to get the actor from this show to be on his show and the way he goes about that of course is the same as the Stuttering John approach by going on Twitter alright let's see if he's on Twitter
5: <laughs>
4: Yeah, I
6: don't know I mean I, 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 I tagged him I don't know if he's going to say anything but I don't know he's probably to be like oh, who's this
4: asshole I don't know you don't know unless you try. So he goes on to explain that he's also tagged Elvira and the Broken Lizard guys on Twitter trying to get them <laughs> on his show. And so for some nope, reason... Nobody's ever nobody's ever thought of that angle. Yeah, just tag the first. Hey, come on my show. Yeah, I know. You'd think that would work. So now for some reason, he already explains that he's already done this, but now he has to write down... Notes as he's explaining this for some reason, and no one can figure out why this is happening. And uh,
6: <coughs> excuse me, and then uh, so let me just write this down. Elvira, oh, she's gonna be on a <laughs> lot of my other uh, things here. Uh, Elvira. Th- hold on, yeah. say, I think uh, he
3: just started singing the Statler Brothers song. <laughs> uh,
6: uh,
7: the guy from Werewolves,
6: oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah where, ooh, thank I you, thank, to you. thank you, that's gonna be a good one on air too. Oh, uh, broken lizard! So you, you haven't asked these people yet? No, I have. I I
4: tagged them. Yeah, the guy's like, "Why are you writing this out? You just told me you already <laughs> <get> tagged them." <now. laughs> yeah, to list them. Yeah, and now he's he's just spending time on his podcast, writing down notes for himself.
3: <laughs> I've got to follow up with them to make sure that they got my initial tag.
4: <laughs> yeah, I just I written some notes. I got to follow up with broken lizard. <laughs> That makes sense. So this is the thing that blew me away. Okay. I think we've heard enough clips now. I've been kind of delaying this reveal. This is where he starts talking about his parents. He's like, I, but seriously, you know, my, my, my parents are great.
6: Yeah. But when you're in high school and, and you get, I'm not saying you get pressure from your family, but you, you know, your mom and dad was like, listen, do what you want to do. Do what's best for you. If you're happy with it and then, then fine. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. if My mom and dad liked the idea of me going to bars after high school and just being for years, but I don't know. Yeah. You know, they come by like I, before you can be better.
5: You
6: know. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, folks, my my parents are very loving people, and they're like in the eighties
4: and all that. All right, she, he said they're in the eighties. What he means is they're <laughs> in their eighties. And Doug, that's what stopped me in my tracks because, like I said, I didn't know there was a video version of the show. I was just listening to the podcast, and I had a mental image of this podcaster as a 23-year-old dork who doesn't know how to talk yet, is very awkward, doesn't have friends. And he said his parents were in their 80s. like, wait a second. How old is this guy that we've been listening to? So I went online, and I found this. And the gentleman on the left, who kind of looks like Doug.
3: (laughs) I knew this
4: was coming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's on this other guy's show. Now, this show is called Your Next Favorite Movie, and this is a podcast called Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man with Dre, Tattoo Squid Podcast, and what they're talking about is a movie called Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, yeah. which I did not know existed. I'll probably watch it tonight. Oh, okay. I am, have you seen I, it? That's a good movie. G- yeah, Is it? Way back yeah. when. It sounds ridiculous. Anyway, that's not the point yet. <laughs> let's let's introduce everyone to to Dre so
10: that we could would see what he looks like. And welcome to another episode of your next favorite movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today. I have a returning guest. By the way, this video, Doug, four views. It went up in March. Four, <laughs> for this is
4: what I mean by these guys are all pretending to have shows. <laughs> so silly. By nerd for nerd. Oh, it's so
10: embarrassing. If you listen to our grandma's boy last year, please welcome back the host of the Tattoo Squid podcast, Dre. Yes, Nicholas
6: Cage. Oh, wait, no, that's me. <laughs> that's not me. I'm Andre. <laughs> I'm Dre. Yeah, how you doing
4: there? <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's explain what Tattoo Squid is because, Doug, if I asked you, what is the Tattoo Squid podcast all about? How would you answer that question?
3: I, It's not fair to ask me, and I don't want to derail where you're going, so I want you to do what you're going to do and then
10: ask me again. Okay, this is him explaining <laughs> what his show is. So, Dre, why don't you t- take a minute and tell everybody what they can expect to find when they check you out on Tattoo Squid.
2: Basically,
6: the I did a first uh, first season. This season, second season, I am talking to other podcasters, trying to get their podcast out there, which they do get it out there, but also get more of a feel. And plus, we have some fun. We talk about whatever they like, like cartoons, Funko Pops, um, <laughs> horror movies. What they do for a living, you know, kind of like a late night talk show host kind of feel, without the fucking band, which I haven't got one yet, but I'm going to. I'm gonna put right there, and um, uh, and then you know, give out and then let them uh, tell them, you know, their their stuff. We go where they're gonna, you know, be or they got some new shit coming on or
7: uh, <laughs> their
4: links and everything else. Well, we're out of time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I will give the host of the show, even though he's also a retard, I'll give him some credit here. He just lets the guy talk, which is the best thing you can do. Yep, keep going. What else? So the way he described it, Doug, it's like a yes. late-night talk show.
3: Is that how you would have okay. described his show? Okay, so I, if you ask me that question, I'm going to say, first, I need you to play my number 22. And this is important to know that I went all the way back to the beginning of the Tattoo Squid YouTube page and pulled his first episode to listen to as well.
6: Um, Pretty much got a whole thing set up over here of what, you know, pretty much the podcast is going to be entailing to.
4: Okay.
3: Okay. So the whole thing that he has set up over there yeah. is a dry erase board next, sitting next to him on mason jars. <laughs> and
5: <laughs> what else do <what>, you need? <laughs>
3: So, he has listed next to him what his Tattoo Squid podcast is going to be about. Okay. It's seven items. Number one, wrestling. Number two, heavy metal. (laughs) Number three, comics. Number four, horror. Number five, horror movies. Number six, Funko Pops. Number seven, (laughs) camping. Camping! (laughs) That's what the Tattoo Squid podcast is going to be about. Did you say... And I love the... Do you say horror and horror movies as two I separate things? Number, I love that number four is horror and number five is horror movies. <laughs> did I love he, it. You have to get to
4: seven somehow?
3: He's like, I don't know. Terror. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky movies.
4: <Yeah. laughs> right? Now, I want you to know why it's called Tattoo Squid Podcast. Because it's T-A, the number two squid. I was pronouncing it wrong on the last show on the teaser. Because I don't know. I mean, if you look at that word, it doesn't. you wouldn't think Tattoo Squid. There's no words there. It's actually not words. Yeah. So I was very curious about this. And fortunately, he gives the explanation.
10: Something I'm curious about. Yeah. You, tell us where you got the name Tattoo Squid.
4: My license plate.
10: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. So it's a vanity license plate. But that actually leads to just more questions. Why is that your vanity license plate, sir?
10: <laughs> okay, what made you put it on your license plate? Then I guess. Uh, well,
6: I have, I have. A, I don't know if you can see it because of this whole uh, right here. Just like a, it's not a squid, but it's an octopus.
4: Okay, I, can see. All right, it's a t- of an octopus on his forearm. All right, so, so yeah, I can see what. I yeah, you, you see it because of this, the yeah.
6: whole background shit. Uh, there's, there's pretty much like a squid on here, but. I have it on my, my arm as <laughs> tattooed, tattoo, which is fine, but I like a squid because it's a little bit meaner, and so I can't really, you know, spell out the whole tattoo, you know, squid, it's not going to fit on the fucking license plate, uh, so I kind of like to put TA2, so that way it's not going to be copyrighted.
4: At all. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> no one else is going to take that one. Um, just, all right, so just probably doesn't even clear. have a car. You, <laughs> you,
3: To be clear, you named your podcast the Tattoo Squid Podcast because you got an octopus on your arm.
4: Got yes. it. Thanks, no. sir. Yeah, that's my favorite
3: part about that. He, he
4: has a tattoo with an octopus, and because he wanted a vanity plate about how cool his octopus tattoo was, and it can't fit the word octopus, so he put T-A-2 Squid. And just to make sure no one would ever find his show by mistake on the Internet ever, that became the name of his show as well. I would have advised him against that personally.
3: But that's just me. So, an interesting thing about this guy. So, he has a girlfriend. I don't know if he talked about that in any of the episodes that you heard. No. But he, I, I didn't hear him talk about he, girls at all.
5: When he was
3: talking about, uh, or talking with Stu World Order. So, he was talking about how his... Girlfriend is a big fan of one of the X-Men, whoever the fucking guy in the wheelchair is, Patrick Stewart, right? Yeah. So what I would ask you in setting setting this up is, if you were to tell me a story about you and your wife, like let's say you guys went on a date before you got married, how would you introduce her to the story? I would say uh, my girlfriend and I. Okay. I would like you to play my number 18 because he is trying to get to the same set of words that you just used. <laughs> okay.
6: But uh no, but X Men for me when I was watching it, and now <laughs> I wanted my girlfriend from then we could you know and then we then she then we were married and all that. But girlfriend wise when we were together <laughs>
4: Why is that so confusing? You don't know. <laughs> does he understand how
3: the passage of time works and how
4: these people nope. change? <laughs> I don't
3: think he, I, I, I think he's worried that you might think that he had sex with two people. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I wasn't worried about that, yeah. Doug. It never even crossed my mind. I'll
3: be honest. And then, in, in his storytelling, the only thing that he conveyed to me in my number 19 is that his, his girlfriend, but wife, but girlfriend then is retarded as well as he is. Okay.
6: I was like, listen, we gotta see X-Men. And she goes, why? It's a comic book. I'm like, oh, hush your mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, there's this and this. Like, what, is there anybody on there that I know? I'm like, Patrick Stewart? <gasps> who, what, who? Where? And I'm like, well, he plays Professor X. You know, he's like in a wheelchair. <gasps> is he hurt? Oh my God.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: if, this, if this conversation actually happened, She should be really pissed at you for saying it on your show. Like, why would you embarrass me like that? Why do you want to get more known what an idiot I am? Why would you do that? Oh, Doug, I have... So I I pulled the video, uh, a couple of video clips from that uh, Stew World Order episode that you've been playing clips from. And uh, there's a little bit of overlap here, but I just want to, for people who are watching, I want you to watch how the show starts. He dances along with his theme song. And then... There's a drop that he lip syncs.
8: Watch this.
6: only me hey squiddies sorry <laughs> we got like
4: an air bubble in there uh you know Sque- he, he lip-synced that i'd like to introduce <laughs> you that's weird right yeah. <laughs> there's the guy you move away this guy from that isn't weird yeah there's the guy you move away from at a bar yes now the other thing too is this stew nerd do the people not know that the camera should be like Above you, facing down, always looks better than below you, facing up. So no one figured that out yet from all their Zoom meetings and shit. No one's brought that up to them. Did you? Did you get through? How how far into this episode did you get? Not very far, Doug. I'm okay. I'm ready to be surprised.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so for, first, I want to I want to uh, do something here, and then I want to go into what they talked about with comic books. Okay, so i want to try something. What? was your favorite comic book. How many words is that? Five. Try number 13. <laughs> okay.
6: <laughs> Actually, and I know that you do comic books and everything else, uh, comic book movies, mm-hmm. but uh, when you're younger, uh, what do you kind of recollect what kind of, not what kind, uh, what was your favorite comic book to read
4: when you are younger? <laughs> 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 There's a lot of similarities between uh this guy and Harrison Young. Yeah. I you know, know just yeah. having a real hard time spitting out a very simple question. Or ending yeah, sentence. Yeah. For
3: sure. Okay. Oh, on on that note, I'm I'm setting up my number twenty, Carl. What I would like is are you guys familiar with doing mind maps? You know what that is? No. So, like, if you're in a brainstorming session, you put something up, and then you draw a line to it. So so you can kind of see how you tie all your thoughts together. Okay. I would like you guys to do that to this clip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like,
6: because Patrick Stewart is, oh, like, on, her idol.
3: I, I, I apologize. The, the thing to know is he's setting up the fact that his wife is a big fan of Patrick Stewart.
4: Yeah. Well, I could tell when she got all excited and was worried about him. Being in a wheelchair. <laughs> this is immediately following that. Okay,
6: I'm like because Patrick Stewart is like her idol. Oh, okay. She has like the the Star Trek. Uh, like she had was a 96. She had 96 Honda Scoop, and it, this thing was like looked like a submarine. Submarine uh, we call it into the water. Um, but she had she had a sticker. it's like ongoing a dirt test. Anyway, so she had that, and then she had. You know, John Lupicard, Patrick Stewart, the the captain, like velcroed or glued to her dash. Nice. You know? And it's just like every time you hit a bump, you would just wiggle around.
5: <laughs> you know, instead, of that,
6: instead of the Hawaiian girl, you know, going like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. There, there's 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 Patrick Stewart wiggling around. And I'm like, okay. And then <laughs> and then at that time, I was like fearing for my life because of her driving. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, and to the fact that we had uh, she had a, a a Rottweiler, you know, named Dillinger. So he's sitting in the <laughs> back seat, but <laughs> I see his I see his head <laughs> sticking between my seat and the door. Okay. So his head's right there, and I'm looking. And I'm like, oh, is that how you do it? I'm like, I'm sitting back there next time. You know, <laughs> like you're sitting in the front, and he just gives me the look like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh Yeah, no, so X Men, I'm sorry, I, I sidetracked again. Uh, yeah, you sure did. So, X Men, why do they have to put everything into one movie?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good question.
9: I can see why you'd need a map I, for that.
3: I honestly thought you'd never fucking ask. <laughs> Yeah, really
4: (laughs) I'd like to turn that into a Venn diagram If you uh, give me a moment here, Doug (laughs) To complete that All right, I am going to get us back on I know we're not doing this show today But your next favorite movie I started watching this just to see what he looked like And then I was mesmerized by the conversation Between these two guys Because I had never heard of this movie And so I was under the impression That most people haven't
10: all right, Dre. So we you're taking me to back to 1991, a movie I would never heard of until you mentioned it. We're going to be talking about Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man.
6: Yes, people, this is not this is not a commercial for motorcycles <laughs> and uh, and cigarettes. Uh, but yeah, why
10: don't you tell? Let's tell us where when you first saw this.
6: Right after I graduated high school, which was in 91, you know, I graduated like, and I seen it on commercials and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not going to really do anything when I get out of high school and took like a year off. So I can just be a bum. And I saw the movie in the theater and it was like, it was like certain amount of people was in there, but you know, it was 90. So they want to see some action packed stuff. And you know said actors which we'll get into a little bit at, you know later you know that um you know was kind of big at the time you know and it was good you know it's, it was something that you know <laughs> caught my eye and i like and plus i like motorcycles and I smoked and I smoked cigarettes back then so I'm like it, it was a
3: win-win situation do <laughs> you found this thing my guess Is that this guy took a cue ball to the temple. That's that's what I think. (laughs) Something.
4: So, apparently, the reason why he picked this movie is because after he graduated high school, he had a year off, and he saw a TV commercial Mm -hmm. for this movie, and then he went and saw it. And he likes motorcycles and cigarettes. Uh, So, what I want to know, though, is what's the plot of this movie? Watch as Dre tries to explain the plot of this movie. By the way, and this is something, because I looked it up, can be summarized in just a few sentences.
10: It's not, there's not a lot of twists and turns in this one, if, if you catch my drift. Tell everyone what this movie is about. You may not all know. All right.
6: Well, there's two fellows. Well, one fella, um drives a Harley Davidson, which uh, his name is Harley Davidson, okay. which I think he just takes the name and he just uses it.
5: Yeah.
6: Um, but he's a loner. Rides around, uh-huh. but comes back to where he grew up, where he meets his friend, best friend, which is Marvel Man, which also <laughs> goes by the name of, his real name is Robert Lee. You know, but the actor's name is Don Johnson, okay. right? And Harold Davidson is uh, Mickey Roar. Roar. Yeah. yeah. So, which is a good, you know, good... Um, um, You know, double team, you know, know, for a a, a group.
4: (laughs) I knew it was going to be good. (laughs) So what's this movie about? Uh, There's a guy, he's got a motorcycle, and he's got a friend, and that guy's played by Don Johnson, and Mickey Rourke's there. (laughs) Okay, that sums it up pretty well. Apparently this was a big deal for Dre and his friend group at the time, they really liked this movie. And
6: Marble Man is just like this cowboy, you know, with boots that duct taped and everything else. And, uh, you know, Don Johnson plays very fucking well. Yeah, And, you know, like a Southern accent has that whole thing. And I have a friend of mine that back in the day, I think that's where he got his his sayings and all that from the movie. Because <laughs> every every part of the movie, like there is a part like you've seen it. And uh, there's one part where not one part, but there's several parts where he's like, fuck. <laughs> uh you know, he calls the guy, he goes, he gets all pissed off. He goes, You shit bird. You know. <laughs> so then I hear my friends saying shit bird, but then when I saw the movie, I'm like, so this is where he got it from. I'm like, oh okay. But he, you know, the guy is also <laughs> From uh like Georgia and all that. So
3: <laughs> Carl, you you've had guests come on, and I you've had guests come on where you're like five, six minutes into it and you're like, fuck me, man. This episode is gonna blow. <laughs> yeah. That's what that guy's face was saying. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's like, just shut the fuck
4: <laughs> up. <laughs> Why do I care that your friend said shit burn? What are you talking about right now? What the fuck's the point of that? Now, my favorite part of this episode was when Dre decided to explain the bad guys in the movie.
6: But um, that's uh, pretty much it. And then, then they come across like you know guys in uh, like overcoats, you know, with uh, you know that are bulletproof, and they just start <laughs> gunfire and everything. So it's it's action packed. <laughs> From start to finish. So, you know, whether it's Harley-Davidson <laughs> in, the, in their gas station beating up two guys that's trying to steal money and then it's Don Johnson in a bar trying to hustle some money from an Indian guy which, by chance, the Indian guy was on Renegade, another show around the 90s. Yes. So, yeah, Ooh, with, yeah uh, actually... Lorenzo Lamas. Right, yeah.
4: <laughs> It's like listening to a six-year-old tell you about the cartoon they watched.
3: I I was just thinking I would sign up for Dre's Patreon if it was just like Dre Explains.
1: Like (laughs) Dre Explains (laughs) Shakespeare. (laughs) The Merchant of Venice, go! (laughs) Uh,
4: (laughs) That would be amazing. Uh, All right, this is the last clip I have from this. Um, So uh, there's just an interesting thing to point out here. It's
6: a good movie. I know... A lot of people said that about. We call Grandma's Boy I'm like, well, it's not really that much of a good movie, but you know, it, it's terrible, tolerable, uh, to, whatever, tolerable. Um, but this one, <laughs> it's nostalgic, so that's what I'm going with the nostalgic of it,
4: and it should have a, it should have had a sequel. All right, so much wrong with this. You can't I'm going say with tolerable. The nostalgic of it. And then yeah, he goes, he's going with the nostalgic of it. That's why this movie's so great. And then he says it should have had a sequel. This movie lost millions of dollars. It cost 24 million to make. It made 7.4 million at the box office. That's not the type of movie they make a sequel from. I don't know why it didn't have a sequel. Because it sucked. And no one wanted to see it. That's why. It did not the business world. <laughs> the business of show, as they say. All right, dog. Finish us off here. What else you
3: got? Okay, I'd like I got a couple clips I want to run through back from his very first episode. Great. So starting with my number 21.
4: And as you can see, he doesn't get better. So it's not like we're picking (laughs) on this guy when he was first starting out. Hey,
6: guys. It's me, Dre. Um, Here we are again. This is a well, not Again, this is the first time I'm doing this. Um, All right. <laughs> so yeah, intro to my Tattoos
4: with podcast. Hey guys, it's me again. What's up? It's episode one, asshole.
3: <laughs> Holy shit! All right, my number twenty. So this is him working through that that seven that seven point list. Yeah. of his favorite things. Uh, my number twenty four.
6: Um, heavy metal. You know, number two. You know, you get like. Anything from dark metal, heavy metal, feed metal, thrash metal, you know, very like death metal, you
1: know shrunk,
4: creole, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we got it. There's lots of different types of metal. Yeah, right. <laughs> Holy I've shit. I've got <laughs>
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> I've got this marked as another example of him throwing us a curveball in his storytelling, number twenty eight.
6: Um Funko Hops. As you can see, there's Boltron here. I got a whole bunch of other stuff. I uh, haven't really put them out. Uh, there, I have like 50. And there's friends of mine that are in the wrestling business, we call it, that are into Funko Pops, and they got a
5: little
6: bit more than I have. You know, I got like 50 or so. They got like 100, 150. Um, there is places you can get Funko Pops. You can no to one told me there was going <laughs> go to be boasting. Various stores that might have it, and you know, and especially when you go to the flea markets, if you want knives, swords, jewelry, what have you, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, anything that that fits your lifestyle. You know, I like knives. I like jewelry. You know, my friends that sell that stuff as well.
4: What?
6: Um, there's other places that would sell horror items.
4: Yeah. Okay, like <laughs> sell <So laughs> horror. The way you use the word horror, like, what is it? What is that? What does that mean? Okay, horror items. Whatever that means. Uh,
3: I've got one last clip that I have to play. Doug, I think can I talk
4: is... to you about Funko Pops real quick? No, this I got is the wayless <laughs>
3: fucking thing to collect ever.
4: They're all the same. They're all the fucking.
3: All right, go ahead, Doug <laughs> You were hey, as you were. I believe that this is the best clip that I've ever brought to this show. Whoa. Okay. I'm it, all ears. It, it is my number 27. This is him talking through his list still <laughs> about how much he likes horror.
6: Shall I say more gore, which is good. You know, like Evil Dead has more gore. Yeah, pretty good. You know, and then you got other stuff that's more gore. Yeah, but, you know, you tell me, when. even Japanese movies are like the really gorgeous movies that you can ever see. Your username on TikTok
4: was Four Doors
6: More Gore. Door.
4: Yes. What the fuck was that? What just happened?
3: You, Kyle Rittenhouse. What the fuck? You didn't hear that clip from the Kyle Rittenhouse trial? No, four Doors More Horrors.
4: I didn't follow it that closely. I'm sorry. Oh, fucking, fucking <laughs> wow, you took the funny. wind out Trust of Tony's I know funny. everyone <laughs> else is excited about it. I promise you, everyone else is losing their minds right now over that <laughs> yeah. clip, Doc. It's just me. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's all like lose our minds. I'll fix this up in post. Ready, Chris? Ready? Whoa! <laughs> Doug looks disappointed. Oh, fuck you.
3: <laughs> I I don't even want to talk about the fact that I had to sit here and watch Chris polish the goddamn wood panels before I got <laughs> going. I, I was going to keep that to myself.
5: <laughs> all
4: all right. We're putting up more art. We're, we're still decorating down here, Doug. Got to clean the walls first. Yeah. Before you decorate. Wow, he's getting vicious on yeah, us. I know. Watch out. Oh, my God, this you guy's know I don't side. care.
3: I don't, I don't care that you don't like my jokes. I don't care.
4: <laughs> Dork. I'm going to do a whole episode. A whole episode about how I don't care about it. I, I'm going to delete my Twitter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I already blocked you. That's why I don't care. Anything else you want to play from the show, Doug?
3: Uh, we can be done with him. Okay.
4: This was an interesting find. Congratulations. Andreas Baudelaire Jr., is this gentleman's name, and I can't figure out what his deal is. Uh, I assume, since he says he has a car and a license plate and a vanity plate that he's employed somehow, I'd love to know what that's all about. All right, it's time for the...
5: Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. week.
4: And this one came in from Baby Butters. People know Baby Butters, one of our uh, few female listeners from uh, the subreddit. And she was checking out The Adam Carolla Show recently, and Adam Carolla reveals that he was on The Masked Singer. Mm. I know. Very exciting stuff, that, that fucking show. And the only reason I know about these shows is because of football. They just advertise it <laughs> yeah. nonstop during the football game. Right. Like, who is watching this garbage? <laughs> Turns out Gina Grad. Listen to how excited she gets to find out Adam's on that show. As this airs, it has aired
1: already, so I may talk about The Masked Singer. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Well, you know, when they say it's not for public consumption, then it's not for public
4: consumption. There was an embargo? There's an embargo.
5: What the fuck is going on?
1: Yeah. So I don't know if you watch that show. I don't know if
5: I'm that's your I'm
8: watching the shit out of it now. <laughs> so, I've seen Drew's episode.
1: I was uh, avocado <gasps> <laughs> on the mask. Oh Singer,
4: And uh, And... <laughs> Gina, get ready for this. You know that show, Love Wine? Adam Carolla was on that show, too. The man that show?
3: Was, that was a reaction I expected from you guys on my...
4: <laughs> oh, up. I can put all this together then. All right.
3: <laughs> yeah, no
4: problem, it. Doug. I'll take care of all of this in no, post. <laughs> no problem at all. Dude, can you... She's sitting next to Adam Carolla. He's done a lot of things in his life. And she's freaking out over Masked Singer. It's weird. Now... You'll remember on the last episode, we had a whole segment on Stuttering John doing a morning show Mm -hmm. in Iowa because he had a comedy show at Double Z's Mm -hmm. in Cedar Rapids, Iowa that night, and um, I listened to the Uncle Rico show. They did a show Thanksgiving night where they listened to the entire stand-up set, and it's brilliant, and everyone should check that out. It was hilarious. So I'm not going to play the stand-up stuff. There's a part in it where he tells people to shut the fuck up. He's in the middle of setting up a joke. He's like, shut the fuck up! It's like, you're in a bar and grill, dude. Always a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, he after the stand-up set, for some reason, the, the owner of this bar thinks that Stuttering John is still famous like he was in 96 or something. So he decides to do a Q&A with John, which is never a good idea. So I have some clips from that. <laughs> Before that, though, we do have a new song parody that came in from Evil Dan.
8: John went on a
4: vacation
8: far away. Iowa to the double Z. So many things that he wants to say. The Uber driver joke and the squeegee. John is going to drink some course tonight. Getting dehydrated with the cause tonight. Doing some promoting on the radio. Look, that guy has got no fucking legs. Gotta derail this entire show. Still don't understand why you're charging those legs. Getting dehydrated with the cause tonight.
1: Alone on Thanksgiving with my cause tonight. All right, so he has some issues with rhythm, but uh, other than
4: that, (laughs) give it A for effort on that one. Yeah, Lazy Shorts from uh, YouTube says that he got a copyright strike for putting up the Q&A section of uh, of the show, because there were some dabblers there who were recording it. And uh, John was copyright striking his stand up and his Q and A after the fact, which I'm not sure how he can own a copyright, but whatever. What do I know? Um, all right, so here we go. We're gonna do the Q and A. Oh, I gotta I gotta say this though. He wraps up his show with the squeegee bet. Okay, I saw this on Uncle Rico, and um, there's no mic stand because it's not a comedy club. So in order to do his bit, he needs both of his hands. He has a guy come up and hold the microphone for him as he does his squeegee <laughs> oh, bit. So imagine how awkward that bit is to begin with. Yeah. And then you have a guy standing next to you very closely holding a microphone. As you're talking about jerking off onto your stomach. <laughs> John's whole set was all jokes we've we've already heard before. It was so bad. And everything's so dated now. There's so many references to Kanye that there's so much has happened since then. He's still talking about like Taylor Swift and Kanye. of like, dude, there's so much has happened since then. You've got to update your shit a little bit. Like talk about the Jews a little bit so that we know that you're still paying attention to the world. It's fucking crazy. All right. Now the Q&A starts and uh, the owner is the person who's doing this Q&A. He's the super fan of Stuttering John. He starts off, he wants to know how many people have seen the movie Private Parts. Again, the movie that John does, a three-second scene in after the credits. After the credits, yeah. 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 But you can tell that these are big Howard Stern fans out there in Iowa. How
3: many of you
4: out there saw the Private Parts movie? So. Two. The answer is two people saw Private Parts who are at this show. All right. So now John's going to tell us the first joke he ever wrote for Howard Stern, and I want you to notice how he slips in that he was a writer on the Howard Stern show. I'd be willing to bet nobody else would say that except for John. If we asked Gary Dell'Abate or Jackie the Joke Man or any of those people that he worked with, Grillo, I don't think anyone would tell you that John was a staff writer. One of the
1: first jokes that I wrote for Howard. The, one of the first jokes that I wrote for Howard
3: because uh,
4: I wrote here, was that uh, uh, when Gary was a kid he was the only uh, kid who's tooth fairy
3: showed up with a wheelbarrow. Because <laughs> Gary has big teeth, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still good. It's still good. He still got it. He still got it.
4: I love that he remembers that he wrote that was one of the first jokes he wrote for Howard Stern. Pretty good one. Now, Apparently, John and the James, the owner of this club, were have been hanging out the last couple of days. So he's going to set up John for questions that John wants to talk about. I don't understand the obsession with salary. I don't know why that's a discussion. Typically, when you talk to celebrities, one of the things you don't ask is, how much money did you get paid to do that movie? You know, it's like, that's not a thing that people are interested in. But with John, for some reason, they are.
3: Now, we all know... The financial struggles you had at WXRK, uh, 40000 you know, we heard it all on the radio today. But
1: tell everybody, when you got to be the announcer, you finally got that payday, what was the annual salary for the Jay Leno announcer job? Uh,
11: I don't know. If, let's just say I was making, I don't know, 300000
1: 400000 a year. <laughs> so,
3: so it's painfully obvious that he was given a list of things okay you need to ask me this question yeah and then you need to, i okay i have to assume that john was sleeping on this guy's couch in yep. preparation the two or three days before the show yeah <clears throat> and he gave and he said i need you to ask me how much i was making uh when i was the announcer for the tonight show
4: and do you notice how he was put off by the question? So now he's like, you "Gotta ask me that," and then he's like, "Oh God, I don't. Who's keeping track? A yeah. three, four hundred thousand? Like, dude, you would fucking know if it was three hundred thousand or four hundred thousand. That's a big difference. That's a very big difference, right? I don't know. It was, could have been two fifty. Could have been five hundred. I don't know. Whatever. As if John doesn't obsess over money all the time. Yeah.
3: Now he's trying to play yeah, it off. If I was to say your your last year as full time marketing, yeah, Carl, how much did you pull down a year? You'd say." Son of your fucking business. No asshole. Shit.
5: Yeah, no kidding.
4: <laughs> Instead, he's going to like throw out a number. All right. So now we go to the crowd questions. And this is kind of funny because John, at this point, he's done his whole stand up set. He feels like his obligation is done. He is so put off by this whole thing. He's like, can this just be fucking over uh. now?
3: He asked what the best and worst interview was And before you go If you guys don't follow um, Stuttering John That was his
9: job Was to go around to the red carpets And do interviews I already told him all that I wasn't here for that You were right there You fucking big-headed idiot He
7: thinks I have like this
4: Large head size He's got a
7: head bigger than Jay Leno I don't think
1: it's that big
4: So they never get back to that question John just dismisses it What was your best and worst interviews With celebrities When you're on the Howard Stern show I
1: already talked about that asshole.
4: Jesus. Johnny. <laughs> Maybe reiterate that. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Where was this club at in Iowa? Uh, Cedar they... Rapids. Okay. I'm familiar.
4: Yeah. Have you ever been to the double J? It's a potato bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: so I have, I've have spent time in Cedar Rapids and it does not surprise me at all that nobody there gives a fuck about John yep. and that that's the place that he would end up getting booked.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The story checks out. Uh, I happen to, uh, well, I shouldn't say I know anything. I've been told mm-hmm. what the deal was to bring John out to Iowa for this long weekend to perform two shows that were both free to get into and do these radio appearances. the uh, The owner of this place paid for his flights and gave him three hundred and fifty dollars. Mm. That's how much it costs to get John away from his family, yep. his kids, his loved ones Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving weekend. Three hundred fifty dollars. I'm, I'm sure there's free cores in there, though, too. Oh. It's not just the money. Yeah, there's probably other perks. Pro- probably unlimited chives at this potato bar. I don't <laughs> know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, so then... You get, you're going to have to pay for the potato, but you can have all the fixings if <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you want. All right. <laughs> I didn't say anything about sour cream, asshole.
4: Get your fucking spoon <laughs> out of there. <laughs> all right, so then... John's talking about Hank the angry, drunken dwarf who we all know and love as a whack packer on The Howard Stern Show. He died young. He was an alcoholic. Remember that John at MSCS Media didn't think you could die from alcohol. He questioned Tommy when they're like, like, no one dies from alcohol. But apparently, at a certain point in his life, John knew this and tried to warn Hank. He was on a
9: second bottle of vodka because we would do appearances sometimes. And I go, Hank.
1: Cause he's a dwarf. I would say I would say dude. Stop drinking, you're gonna kill yourself. He goes,
5: Fuck you. What
4: about you? You drink, you're gonna die too. So that was the like that's the best I can come up with. That's his best anecdote of Hank. (laughs) That's pathetic. Yeah. I told him (laughs) to stop drinking so much, he's gonna die. And he said, Fuck you, you drink too. Alright. Next. Next question. (laughs) So this is the last question, and John is so put off by this that he just immediately dismisses this and ends the show.
1: If you can do it all over, and we'll wrap this up, if you can do it
3: all over again, would you stay with the Stern Show if you could go back in time
9: or go to the Tonight Show that like you did?
1: Well, if I stayed on the Stern Show and I didn't have to endure this Q&A, I think I would have stayed there
5: What an asshole! <laughs>
4: what an ungrateful prick! Yeah, yes, he, <laughs> he really he treats everyone like shit. Who's nice to him? Seems to be working for him, though.
1: We
9: laughed our asses off. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, if you guys remember, I put out a call to send us in song parodies of Chad Zumach.
0: It's time, to mock Zumach, Zumach. Alright, so we did get some
4: song parodies in I'm going to start off with our buddy Tony Muskrat Happiness is an Amex And I don't know if everyone's going to understand this one It's a little bit longer I think Crows is going to love it though One, two, three
8: He's not a man Who can leave his state Doo doo Please clap. (laughs) He's well acquainted with the touch of a leather wallet while he's by himself at the beach. The man with the dry bar special tweeting people from his alt account. Making fun of compound media, yet he calls in every day. Doesn't understand on your comedy special. You shouldn't be doing Florida humor. That ain't funny. Oh wait, wait, what I say? I need some Tito's. I'm so cool. so cool Carl is kissing Anthony's ass Chrissy is kissing Anthony's ass Kevin is kissing Anthony's ass everyone's kissing Anthony's ass
4: Saying you don't like the song parodies, Doug. That's not your thing.
3: No, they're fine. Okay,
4: (laughs) good. Because I got two more. This next one comes in from Stutcho's Fair Use Baloney Factory. It's Dave from Canada coming in with Fast Car.
1: fuck my credit cards are all in there oh what the fuck baby baby y- you gotta tell him that you were driving I- I- I'm fucking wasted tell him you were driving and I'll get you the bottom surgery nah baby <laughs> nah d- don't leave me here I- I've got six DUIs already focus Chad focus nah, I can't fucking focus no really focus you're the best Chad that's ever chatted you're the fucking Z man Think Z-Man, think Just gotta tell the cops Just gotta tell the cops How popular you were in high school Yeah, that's the fucking ticket Ah, oh, fuck, but my bit about Clearwater Walgreens was in there Aw, oh, man Calm down, Chad You can do this The old Z-Man can't stay down I'm the Z-Man I'm the, I'm the fucking Z-Man Voted most popular in high school. Best, best eyes. All oh, the girls thought my eyes were good. Come on, see, man, you could do this. Uh,
4: that's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good song parody. Yeah,
12: it's a different angle. I like
4: that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's the uh, the last one. It's just called Chad Zumach
1: On every American Express card, there is one word we take very seriously. Member.
0: American Express customer service.
1: To us, membership means personal service. I managed to lose my wallet.
9: Mr. Gardner, I'll have a new card for you by tomorrow.
1: Terrific. I'll pick it up myself.
9: Thanks
8: Thank for you. passing the old one. Goodbye. Ah, can't stand me. Chrissy banned me. From the Orlando show, you know. It and Cara were cool when they were in school. So I'm swiping left and tools i was in a car wreck and hurt my neck sign up for patreon so i can make a check i got one last hope better email E-Rock. i'm telling y'all it's chad zubak <laughs> <laughs> american express card members
1: know that membership has its privileges
5: to find out more, free on l 800 So, 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 now. so
8: please clap, because I can't hear nothing. <laughs> Make it threats to your show, but I'm bluffing. I'm the king of radio and stand-up, too. I'm telling y'all, I'm pretty cool.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, wow. Again, Tony Muskrat. Bringing it. He was going to re-record that Oh I'm like, oh, I think it's perfect. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. It's like, yeah, a winner right there. <laughs> All right. Please keep the uh, Chad Zumach song parodies coming in. Those are fantastic so far. Oh, my gosh. I have to play. I found this video. There was a Chad Zumak subreddit. I guess that's been taken down. But before it was taken down, I found this video. Um, and I just want to play this because, remember, Chad's whole thing is like, well, I'm a comic. I'm a stand-up comic. You guys want to goof on me, but I'm, I'm such a funny comic. That's the thing that you guys don't understand. So let's watch some of uh, our friend Chad's comedy stylings. What's up?
2: Yeah, okay, before we get started, let's get something out of the way right off the bat. Let's start off fresh, clean slate. You might be looking at me right now and saying, okay, all right. So that's what 185 pounds of failure looks like, right? Well, guess what? Newsflash, this just in. I weigh 180, bitches. Facial, facial, get some. That's right. I said facial. It's hip. It's trendy. It's making a retro comeback. You heard it here first. All right. 185 pounds of failure, more like
4: 180 pounds of trend center. What? Did you like that misdirection thing? You're thinking 185 of failure. I'm only 180. Oh, but you are a failure. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Uh-huh. Well crafted.
3: What was the facial so, thing? Yeah, I, I don't know. I Weird. I really this isn't going to be a popular opinion. Yeah, I'm going to get some shit. No, I ahead. wanted I wanted to like Chad Zumak. Okay, I when when the show started uh, focusing in on him, I thought like it's so easy to get on the the stuttering John bandwagon. You know, I've I've um. Uh, Took a new job, so I've been traveling and I have a lot more time to listen to shows. I've gotten caught up on all your shows, and I got sucked into the, the whole dabble verse thing. Yeah, like I, I was staying away from it. When yeah. I was the last time I was on, I didn't know anything about stuttering John. Now I'm all in on that fucking guy. It's a crazy it? gone. But
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: When, when you started talking about Zumok, you know, with Patrick Michael, it's easy to jump on the bandwagon yeah. and Opie, and then Stuttering John. Now him. And I'm like, okay, so he's a he's a stand-up comic. I'm going to give him a shot. I'm going to go on his YouTube page and I'm going to go through and I'm going to find something that makes me genuinely laugh. Sure, nothing.
5: There's <laughs> nothing that on that whole fucking
4: page. <laughs> fucking Mission Impossible! Trying to find a clip of Chad making you laugh. Doot, 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 doot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I saw that that made me smirk yeah. was an appearance that he, he had on Bob and Tom. Okay, where he he was talking about being a high school graduate and. Bob or Tom said, you look more like somebody that had a GED reunion instead of a high school reunion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just made me smart. But so it had
4: nothing to do with, with Chad, though. He was there. <laughs> okay. Chad <Zumato> was there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep going with this. Maybe it gets better.
2: Yeah. You might want to pay attention because I'm the very first guy to quit wearing the Van Dutch hat. My decision. Yeah. I was like, screw this overplay slid. It's
4: over. It's over. What the fuck? Is he tripping? I mean, I don't know how he thought that was going to land.
2: Okay. You ever walk into a bar and hear the song Sweet Caroline being played on the jukebox? Yeah, I have. Yeah? yeah? Well, I'm the very first guy to do that and have the entire bar sing the chorus. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sweet Caroline. Oh. I wrote that. <laughs> I wrote Bum bom, bum. I sat in my room one day, I was like, hmm, what can I have a room full of drunk toolboxes sing at the top of their lungs that would also compliment Sweet Caroline? I got it. Bomb, bom, bomp. Bom, you're welcome. Yeah.
4: See, the delivery is fine. When Chad says he's a stand-up, I understand why he thinks that. He, he stands up there, he delivers the jokes, he has the setup, he hits the punchline. It's just not even in the realm of funny. It's not even funny-adjacent. It's not kitty corner to funny. It's nowhere near funny.
2: You might want to pay attention. I'm an important man. I made $18,000 last year. How much you make? That's how I roll,
4: baby. Yeah. See, he tries to do the self-deprecating and I'm the cool guy at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's why it doesn't work. It's like, well, which is it? Because you're coming up here with all this fucking bravado and you're like, hey, look at me. I'm fucking trendsetter. I got all this shit and I make no money and I, my life sucks. Like... Wait, what's going on? Which part am I supposed to be laughing at?
2: <laughs> Not that I need to prove how important I am, but I'll go ahead and do so anyway. Razor foam. That's
4: right. All right so this is, I think, from like 2008-ish mm-hmm. time period. Back up
5: are you First sure you you ever
2: had
4: the Razor phone <laughs>
5: actually no it was, it was from two years ago <laughs>
4: Purple recorded this just the other night
2: <laughs> we buy the Razor phone so we can look cool right that's the only reason to get them you would think you would think you look cool until you pull up to a car full of hot blondes while talking on it at a stoplight and you're driving a Dodge Neon it's not funny not funny girls drive away you're like where are you going
4: thanks can we isolate that's not funny not (laughs) funny (laughs) a
2: lot neon where were you razor phone does nothing for you and i drive a dodge neon i do great car great car if you're a 16 year old mother
4: (laughs) or a grown man trying to remain celibate then that's the car for you he got a laugh out of there that made him very happy Look at how he responded to that laugh. He's like, oh, wow, well, what was that? And I drive and, a and, Dodge and, and Neon. I do. Great go car. Ahead.
3: Go ahead, Doug. That laugh surprised him.
4: Yes. Yeah. He that's went, what I he mean.
3: Went, he, he, yeah, he wasn't anticipating getting it there.
4: Right. He's like, whoa, what's going on right now? What, what is that noise? <laughs> I
3: accidentally Great stepped car. in funny.
4: <laughs> if you're
2: a 16-year-old mother or a grown man trying f- to remain celibate, then that's the car for you.
4: That's more like
2: it. But if you're trying to rock out, look cool, and get laid, and the neon's not where it's at, you could have Jessica Simpson riding shotgun going down on you, and the only thing people would say is, look at that grown man, he's driving a Dodge Neon. He must be 185 pounds of failure. Callback. Callback. you got to stay with me. I run fast. No, you don't.
5: Oh oh, 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 boy, okay, well...
4: I miss Vic Henley. (laughs) (laughs) That's saying something. All right, on Black Friday, which is yesterday for you and me in the United States... Chad did another live stream, and what he does, he goes on these live streams and he immediately deletes it. But someone was able to grab that for me and, and send it over. And I just have—I uh, mean, he's more subdued here; he's not all fired up, so it's not as fun as some of the other live streams that we've been checking out lately. But he also says some fucking ridiculous shit that's embarrassing.
2: And here's another thing: Are these, these, all these wannabe podcasts, like these, doing the same bullshit—just a shitty, watered-down version of what. Shirley and Bob do, and Kumi does, and Kevin does. The difference between them and us, and I'm putting myself in that category, is we know everybody. Like, Joe Rogan knows my name.
1: Bert. <laughs> Joe Rogan
4: knows my name? That's his flex right there? All right. My name. Bert knows my name. Tom knows my name. Ari knows my name. Sam uh-huh. knows my name.
2: They all, We all know each other. I know John. I know Shuli. I know Bob. I know Kevin. I know Kumia. None of them know us. They just know us from online and watching us.
4: So that's the difference. All right. Doug, you following this logic? Yes. So it's <laughs> not that Joe Rogan's friends with him or has ever talked to him before, but he knows his name. He knows the Z-Man by name. So that's pretty cool.
3: <clears throat> They're... I have never seen anybody that wants to be in somebody else's orbit so bad. Yeah. And and that's that's all this guy is. You know, you and uh Kumia have formed a what I believe to be a true friendship. Yeah. Not just you sucking his nuts and picking on people at his discretion.
4: <laughs> right, but... yeah. Yeah, I don't get assignments from him. All right, here's the list this week. Yeah. Yeah, when
2: you're done with my nuts, go after him. <laughs>
4: aye aye, sir. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Will but, do. But,
3: in all the videos that I watched of this guy, that's all he does. Is he's trying yeah. to insert himself in somebody else's orbit. Yes. And the other thing
4: that I picked up on with Chad is that if somebody clowns him, their show is immediately not funny. Mm-hmm. It's weird how that works. Like, all, like Ski Mask is doing the sad Chad show now. You change it because Ski Mask and stance will give out your number.
2: I, I don't care about them at all. I really don't. <laughs> or there, don't there's care. There's such non-factors. I saw a clip of what, their show is terrible. It's just they're, they're not even entertainers. They're not even good at what they do.
4: Yeah, nobody's good at what they do if they're, if they're clowning Chad for some reason. It's funny how that works out. <laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah, what a coincidence. So now this is Chad who's live streaming on his YouTube. He's bragging about how he's got 2,000 subs now on YouTube. But he's also surprised that anybody is watching him.
2: I'm surprised people even are watching this. i got to be honest with you.
4: It, they're making fun of you, Chad. That's why they watch, is to type things in and watch you react to it, because they don't like you and they think you suck. Do you not understand that at all? No, he doesn't, because he thinks he's converting all the haters. We've heard this a few times. WAP sent us.
2: Welcome. Welcome to the show. I love it. These guys are sending me their subscribers, and they come to shit on me, and then they have up becoming fans. So it's working out perfectly for me. Yeah.
4: Yeah. it's Perfect.
2: It's working out awesome.
4: Yeah, I can tell by the way you're doing it. And I'm not not even trying. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not even trying. It's it's awesome. It's perfect. It's awesome.
3: awesome. (laughs) You know, the fat jokes that that I keep getting, they're funny. They're fine. People come over to see how fat I am, and then they find out that I'm fucking funny, and they stay. (laughs)
4: 70% of the people that
3: that came over to call me fat fucking stay, and I don't fucking care.
4: How funny is that, that we literally started the segment off with Doug saying, I wanted to like Chad. I went to go find funny things, and I couldn't. Yeah. And Chad's whole thing is like, people watch me, and it's so hilarious that they're immediately on Team Chad. Yeah, I'd love to see a montage of all those trolls just being converted. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 Joe Rogan knows it by name? What? I am so sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Let's hear that last part again. And I'm not even trying. That's such a Patrick Michael, Patty Seacups thing to say. Sure. It's like, well, I know my show's not very good. I'm not even trying. Okay, well, that's still on you, asshole. Whether you're not funny because you're trying or not funny because you're not trying, you're still not funny. Either way, it's on you. And people have picked up on the fact that he's shaking all the time. He seems nervous or upset or anxious. Something's going on with him. So he finally addresses this.
2: Oh, people message me that I'm shaking. I've been shaking since I was a kid. (laughs) Okay. Every time I sit down, I, I'm, my knee is shaking. It's just like a weird thing. Here's a little story. This is awesome. When I met my real father when I was 23, because I seeked him out, I met him,
4: and we were both sitting there, and he was- <laughs> Even his dad's trying to get away from him.
5: <laughs> I seeked him out.
4: I know. His poor father's just like, all right, fucking got rid of that fucking pain <laughs> in the ass, and then 23 years later, he shows up. <laughs> Damn it.
2: <laughs> I met him, and we were both sitting there, and he was, he was shaking. Like his knee, and like I do. So that's where I got it from,
4: my real father. It was really very, very odd. He was shaking because he never wanted to meet you, Chad. I doubt he shakes regularly. It's just like, oh, fuck, Chad showed up here. How did he find me? No, I don't have a good credit score, Chad. Stop asking me. (laughs) Stop asking (laughs) me about my credit score. I'm not (laughs) co-signing. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, Chad knows Bert Kreischer. I, I don't know if he's brought that up before. You know, they used to be friends.
2: I know Bert. I used to be his opener. I was Bert's opener. I, I spent, I right. know Bert for almost 18 years. He just quit talking to me because I called him out on his bullshit and he didn't like it. So he tried to put me in his place. Or my
4: place. <laughs> you wish you were in his Bert's place. Is,
2: Bert's a... He's a sociopath. He's a narcissist.
4: So, isn't that funny? When people stop being friends with Chad, it's always they're the problem. The, oh, Bert's such an asshole. And listen, I've said a lot of shit about Bert Kreischer. I'm not a huge fan of his. But this just seems to be uh, a little bit of a pattern with Chad Zubach, where it's like, yeah, no, I used to be really good friends with Bert. Now he hates my fucking guts because he's an asshole. <laughs> but I'm cool with everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just all of his relationships with other comics... Is is hot and cold, hot and cold, cold and cold, freezing cold, cold and freezing. But isn't is that isn't
3: it just typical narcissistic behavior that if if he thinks that he can get something from you, then you're cool and you're funny and you're yeah. great. But as soon as you you shut that that spigot off, uh, sorry for your Mexican listeners. But as soon as you shut that <laughs> spigot off, then then you're not funny, you're not cool. I don't want you're an asshole, you're a piece of shit. No, that, and that's what Chad's accusing
4: other people of doing, but he's the one who's actually actively doing that, where he still, for some reason, kisses Kumia's ass, Brennan's ass, uh, obviously, Shuli and the, the Uncle Rico guys. Like, he goes out and says it all the time. They do a great show, the other shows don't do a great show. Like, he's actively kissing their ass because he thinks he can get something. From that and he's, he's getting back on With Kevin and doing misery loves company Again so of course he's I mean he was trashing Kevin Brennan for Months and now as soon as like okay You can come back on the show again it's like oh yeah he's great I love him he's, he's awesome Alright so he gets trolled About a credit card And of course Chad has to Take it seriously and answer Honestly because he's just so witty
2: What is your interest rate On your new exclusive credit card Funny you should ask I just got a credit card with a $15,000 limit, and uh, it has very low interest rates, so I know you're trying to be funny, but I just answered that question
4: honestly. Wow, good job. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool, man. $15,000 credit limit or spending on it. Wow.
3: That's why I tune in.
4: <laughs> pretty cool stuff, man. It's awesome.
3: So... What do you think the odds are that it's a secured credit card? Dude...
4: I don't even know what he means by having a low interest rate, $15,000 spending limit. First off, people actually have money, don't care really what the interest rate is because they pay off their credit card every month. It's kind of whatever. I don't, I don't need to get into it. Chance an idiot. All right. This is
3: so no, any, anybody that has money never tells you that they got approved for a credit yeah, card. Recently. No,
4: Exactly. That, so I wouldn't be talking about low interest rates or $15,000. Anyway, not the point. The point is, everyone's out here roasting Chad, and they're ripping on him for his performance at the roast of Kevin Brennan. And so he's got a lot of excuses. Oh, well, you know... Gino went too long and Aaron went too long. I was in a lose, lose situation. No, you were unprepared. Your set sucked. You weren't funny. Everyone in that room was funnier than you, but he's, he's always got excuses and he never self reflects and thinks like, yeah, I should have been better. Maybe I got too drunk. that night. whatever it is, he never thinks about those things. That's why it never gets better. And then somebody brings up the fact that, uh, Hey Chad, don't forget your neck is sore, buddy.
2: Catherine, are you recovering from the car crash? You look well. I'm sore still,
4: but thank you. Oops, you look a little bit too good there. It's going to fuck up your grift that you have. So this entire the, the entire live stream, Cardiff's in there going, come on my show, come on my show, come on my show. And Chad is going, I don't know. I think he's maybe a troll. I think he's connected to WATP. And then he's like, fine, fuck it. I'll go on Cardiff's show. I got plenty of time. Meanwhile, he's saying he doesn't watch any of these other shows he doesn't have many time. Then he goes on Cardiff's show for like two hours after he gets done with this. And of course... When they, these two assholes team up together, they got to talk about me being a cock.
0: What do you think about Carl? You were on his show.
2: Yeah, he's just hes just trying to jump on the whole, uh, you know, he's just trying to appease Kumia. He's doing well for himself with it, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. He's just, I'm not a big fan.
0: Would you say he's a cock?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Cook. Yes. <laughs> Description. I've heard that before. Thanks, I've heard Gordon. that before. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and it, it, here's the thing. I never really had a problem with him until he uh decided to uh come after me. And I'm just like then people just start sending me things about him. And I'm Here just like, oh, okay.
4: Here we go. People started sending me things. So now he's planning to see like he knows shit about me. He's like, I oh, you don't want this to get out. I've heard I've I know this script. Listen, if, if there was shit going on, Pe- Suttering John would know about it. His private investigators yes. have been looking into my life to try to figure out. Well,
3: if, if there was if there was something to dig up on you, the whatever her fucking name is with the Marissa autistic, Jones, yeah. Marissa and the autistic raped victim or whatever would have dug it up on you. <laughs> they would have got you. That's a good point,
4: yeah. This isn't my first enemy, mm-hmm. that's for sure. All right. This is um, the last clip I have from this Cardiff Electric show. There's a question about uh, whether or not he's coming to DabbleCon February 3rd and 4th in Rochester.
0: WTPLive.com for tickets. So Kinky Loco has a question. Will Chad be attending DabbleCon 2023?
2: I was never invited. Good. They wouldn't even let me at the, the, the Orlando Improv. You think they're going to let me at DabbleCon? They were why, all afraid to meet me. Why wouldn't they let you at the Orlando Improv? Because Frank Pellegrino is a <laughs> pussy cunt coward.
0: Pellegrino is how it's pronounced. So he, Sorry, you, I interrupted you. He's a pussy, cunt, coward, you said? Yes, in order. Pussy, cunt, coward. Okay, please please expand on that. This is good content.
4: <laughs> I love Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff's, shit. Cardiff's crushing it on this episode for sure. It's worth checking out. Jeez, I don't know why the guy who organized that event didn't want you there. It's, it's so odd to me. I will say this, Chad. Frank has nothing to do with DabbleCon. This is not his event. It's my event, Shuli's event, Uncle Rico's show. Who are these podcasts? You are more than welcome to purchase tickets and fly up to Rochester. If you're allowed to leave the state, I don't know if you are or not, but if you are and you have the means, if mean, you have $50,000 spending on it, so if you yeah. can get to Rochester in February, we'd be more than happy to have you come to the show and check out uh, how to do stand-up, how to podcast. We will be a lot of nice lessons for you going on there. Worth checking out. So... Uh, we are going to do a bonus show early next week. We're going to go over the Chad Meltdown episode that I've been teasing for some time, as well as this latest beatdown of Frank Pellegrino that he's been talking about. It's up on his Patreon. He's been promoting that quite a bit. So that will be happening. Um, if you're on our Patreon or Supercast, you'll be seeing that episode dropping in the next, coming, next couple of days, I would say. All right. I need a palate cleanser from this. Chad's getting boring to me. Let's get into something way more exciting than Chad Zumack. Yeah.
12: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Top of Time with Harrison Young. On this beautiful uh, late May afternoon, it's uh, very nice out. It's early early, low seventies, it's not too hot, it's cool, it's humid, well, and it's perfect spring weather. Gotta ask some guests tonight to compliment that. A beautiful young lady who's a model. Um just school she made a cover of a magazine. We're gonna look at that and talk to her. But before we get to her, I gotta read these last some underwriters and then we will commence per usual. So You excited about this? You're gonna talk to a model?
3: Uh, mm. you- Uh, You're you're sure this isn't a stick, right? Like This isn't like between two ferns I swear to God If it is,
4: he's been leaning into this With no reward for over 12 years Because no one's finding (laughs) this Now uh, Adam Thoreau, who found this for us Follows him on Facebook And if you want to check out Harrison Blake Young On Facebook He posts all the time He's constantly talking about his numbers He gets very excited about getting 37 views And things like that so when we posted this video on YouTube, he posted on Facebook he, with a link to it. Check it out, guys. I've just been profiled in a video of 2022's coolest new podcasts, even though I've been doing Topic Time for 12 plus years. This is freaking amazing. And I didn't even know about it, although I suppose I should have seen it coming. So he's all excited about it. And then underneath that in the comments, he comments on his own post and says, hey, Adam Thoreau, thanks. This is effing dope. <laughs> I know, with a little out of character. Adam says, uh, it really is. Everything they do is all in good fun, and the show and their fans genuinely enjoy you. They are talking about it on Reddit. And then Harrison Young responds to that, that's awesome. We're getting a shitload of views, and even though they call me an idiot at one point because I couldn't tell it was a ukulele <laughs> instead of a guitar for a split second, it was a wonderful roast, and I expect it to be awesome for my ratings. So that was a few days ago. Just earlier this morning, he posted a link to the video again and said, Now 7,500 plus views for my sweet topic time profile of what I do better than anyone. So if you miss it,
3: you piss it. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. I, do you report up through the, the Nielsen ratings? Oh, yeah, that yeah, that of course, okay,
4: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a survey method. You know, we get a percentage of homes to let us know what they're watching and how long they're watching for. All right. So let's go back to um, this model that we're talking to. One of the things I like about Harrison is that he doesn't just ask questions. He also
12: dolls out some advice to the people that are on his show because he's wise, obviously. Okay. Um, what about acting? Have you ever done acting at all? I'm, 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 trying to, I'm trying to throw some ideas by you that might give you some more opportunities and, you know, as you get older. What about acting? Don't you think you should try acting? Like you're just going to be a model. What are you going to do with that? All right.
4: This is where Harrison has no idea what he's going to ask. He starts talking, hoping that he's, a question going to come out, and then realizes that's not going to happen, and he's got to figure out what's going on. <laughs>
12: that's great. Okay. Well, so now that you're, you're in middle school, you're still yeah you have you're an A and B student. And how often do you? I mean, you obviously have a lot of things going on. You, you When did you do this model shoot for teen? When did you do that? How long ago? And how long did it take?
1: Wow, where that started where that ended up. Yeah, <laughs> tattoo squid
2: all over again.
4: Right. It really is very similar to that. All right, how many prime numbers do you know? Go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? what kind of question is that? All right, now, as you might have guessed, we're not talking to a, an adult model. This is, we actually saw some of her. Andy brought in some clips. When we profiled Harrison, this is a 13-year-old girl who's in seventh grade who's oh. <laughs> on his show talking about modeling, and he wants to find out about her long-term future. And no one uses more words to ask a simple question
12: than Harrison Blake Young. Now you're, st- you're still pretty young. Do you do you have any plans for the future when you get out of high school? Do you plan to go to college yet? I mean, and I know you're still, you're, I mean, you're not even in high school yet, so... I mean, so uh, when, you go to, when you go to high school, do you have any plans, any aspirations for the school? In addition to what you're doing now, do you have any uh, you know, long term goals, is what I'm getting at here? Uh, I haven't really thought about that. You haven't point. really thought about it. Okay.
4: <laughs> I mean, I would be a deer in headlights too with
12: this guy. I actually
4: give her credit. She's pretty good at actually having a conversation because if that guy asked me that question, I'd be like,
3: can you repeat the question, please? <laughs> what the fuck Whenever somebody asked me a question like that, and I'd, I realized that. Either I'm not smart enough to keep up with what they're asking me, or they're not smart enough to put together the correct uh, words in order yeah. to ask the question. I, typ- I typically just say seven. My answer is, is typically Perfect. seven.
4: Yeah. But that's probably a good way to go. Dude, when he did interview that Nick Payne guy, the Kardashian, mm-hmm. and that was painful because that guy was giving him like one-word answers like that, and... Harrison has a hard time with that. Like, he needs somebody else to fill the time because when he is left to his own devices, listen to how many words he uses to try to spit out this question, but also explain how this model should really understand how
12: far the magazine that she's on the cover of is reaching. You did it. Now, what do, you, do you have any idea what the circulation of that magazine is? I mean, it, it's a pretty magazine. I don't know how many people read it. Is it on sale, is it on sale like in stores and stuff? Yeah. And, and do you know how far and wide it' spread it's distributed no okay you might want to find out because when you eventually you're going to pad your resume with stuff and you want to and and when you people are going to want to know you know that's a great magazine but cover but they're going to want to know how many people saw it you know and and i, and if, and I you know this is something you could as someone is so young as yourself i don't know how you spend your free time when it comes to promoting your career but going around pushing that magazine would be you know, would be an awesome thing to do you know just I, I mean, I don't know. You probably don't have time because you got your studies and you have, your, you know, your regular life. Someone who's 13, you have a lot going on, and you, you know. And I, but do you, now tell me something. Do you have an agent now?
3: <laughs> this is exactly what it's like when I'm on the phone with my grandma.
12: It's
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly like this.
4: You just wait for the, the talking to stop. Yes, grandma. Yeah, everyone's doing very well. Yes. How are you? How are you doing? And then you put the phone down and walk away. So, obviously, he's obsessed with numbers. Because that's what he's always, always posting about—how many views he's gotten. So he asked, "What's the circulation of this magazine?" She's just, she's just like, "I don't fucking know. I'm a kid." What's the circulation of a magazine? <laughs> also, I can answer that question. Very few magazines are not don't have high circulation anymore. That's not a thing that people are getting delivered to their house. So now he wants to just find out if she does other things besides modeling, which. I don't know. this. I would have talked more about I guess, what she's there for, like modeling, how she got into it, what she's doing with it. But he wants to know other things.
12: All right. Do you like doing other things like writing? Do you ever write anything like poetry or
13: uh, um, scripts? Okay. I like scripts. to type books on my comput- uh, my school computer okay. from time to time.
12: Okay. Okay. But what do you type? I mean, just you just make stuff it's up. Do like, you have a diary or anything like that?
10: Uh, I just I read make it? a fictional <laughs> story. Fiction stories, okay. Sometimes base them on.
12: I just type books on my computer at <laughs> <in> school. <laughs> okay.
10: Computer, okay. From time to time.
12: Okay. But what do you type? I mean, just you just make stuff it's up. Do like, you have a diary or anything like that? Uh,
13: I just make a fictional story. Fiction Maybe stories, okay. I sometimes base them on past uh, about
12: history. Oh, good, okay. You say about history?
10: Yeah.
12: Okay. You like history? Is that you like your favorite subject in school? One of them?
10: One of
12: them, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, history is fascinating. And obviously we're making it right now. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Obviously. <laughs> this is a historic interview that we're,
4: we're participating in right now. Wow. Carl, no idea. I, I'm
3: assuming you've never been on the wrong side of an interrogation table, but it sounds very similar to this.
4: <laughs> yeah, right? Ah, they're wearing me down. (laughs) I'm going to start confessing. No, you picked up on Doug when he asked if she had a diary. He kind of perked up a little bit. It seemed like he was excited about maybe reading her diary because he follows up explaining that it's very important that a 13 year old girl have a diary.
12: So when you when you write though, do you, do you do, now? I'm thinking you should definitely keep a diary because you want to, you want to have a a journal for yourself so that you can obviously be, have something to refer to. Because people your age, and I don't mean that in a condescending way, are gonna you know they tend to you get a lot going on and a lot of things you might overlook. If you write stuff down, if you do a little jotting down every day, at some point in the future you'll be able to look back on stuff that'll be valuable to you. I think that's I, I would tell that to anybody that's doing what you're doing, and. Uh, now, do you, when it comes to like posing for modeling, do you is that what part of the, the course that the schools were teaching you how to pose and what to wear? <laughs> I don't know how he makes
4: these connections. <laughs> he just goes back to modeling questions out of nowhere.
3: So, wouldn't wouldn't the right advice to give any thirteen year old, whether it's boy or girl, is don't write down your thoughts because it'll only come back to haunt you later on?
4: <laughs> yeah, no shit. I, th- obviously, this guy. Wants to know if she has a crush on a boy and what that makes her private parts feel like. Because the fact that he's asking a 13-year-old girl to to write a diary seems very creepy to me. We lost Doug. I guess he doesn't want to talk about 13-year-old girls getting wet. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I can't blame him on that. You might be right. Um, All right. I just have a couple more clips on here. Now, Harrison is smart enough to know... The thirteen-year-olds don't have a license to drive an automobile, hmm. but I don't think he realizes that when he first starts asking the
12: question. Oh. All right. Um, so let me see. Uh, let's see. So obviously you can't drive. So every every where you go, you have to. You need you need a lift because you're not yeah. driving. You know driving. You, do you make? Do you make? Do you have a bike? Do you make the most of that opportunity when you're?
10: I only bike with friends.
12: Yeah, that makes whatever. sense. You definitely should only bike with friends. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Don't don't let the enemies bike with you. That's, <laughs> that would
4: be very bad. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Doug?
3: Biking with the rival club is always bad. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yes. That seems like a really bad idea. You know, they're going to put a stick in your spokes. You're going to fall over your handlebars. the whole thing. <laughs> this guy seems like he's had experience with that. You know, we only ride bikes with your friends. <laughs> All right. This is my last clip. What I love about this is that Again, the, the the questioning is ridiculous, but she answers the question, but it's not enough information. He needs to really
12: drill down and get to the specifics of it. You, you've, you say you've, you've, sat, you've done, you danced too, right? Yeah. And you sing, you said too? Yeah. Have you ever done like a music video?
10: No, I've only done music videos for like activities at school.
12: Okay, well, what were, the, what were those like? It was really fun. No, right, but what exactly? What, I mean, what exactly did it consist of? What kind of activities? What kind of video did you do?
4: Yeah.
3: What, did you slide across the car?
12: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. It was like a white snake video. From the 80s. <laughs> answer the goddamn question. <laughs> what are you hiding? <laughs> I love that he lets every ridiculous answer go, and then just on that one, he's like, yeah. no, 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 that's not what I asked. I need you specifics of what you did. What was the song? What did you do with the video? Can I watch it right now? <laughs> All right. Doug, are you familiar with the Who Said It game? I am. All right. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to bring Hannah in. Hi, Hannah.
13: Hi.
4: Good to see you Dad. Hey. Um, We're going to play a little game called Who Said It? And you know what that's brought to you by? The Cardiff Electric Podcast Network.
0: (laughs) Welcome to Who Said It? The official podcast game on WATP. Brought to you by... Patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric and the Cardiff Electric YouTube channel. Subscribe today. Okay, Carl, and co-host, Who Said It? Our first entry, Who Said It? A garbage truck pulls up next to us and dumps out all of its stuff. And it was so, so disgusting. It was really disgusting. Who said it?
4: Oh wow. All right. I gotta remind myself who the options are. So I know Chad Zumok's now in the mix. Mm Of course, centering John, Patty Seacups, Greg Opie, Hughes, Tom Myers, Jerry Banfield. I'm getting good at this. I'm gonna say it's one of those six people. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? Um, just because the the person didn't seem like they knew what the fuck they were talking about, I think I gotta go Jerry Banfield. Yeah, I know. That's a
3: rando. Doug, what do you think? I was thinking, doesn't Opie do some podcasting from his car? He does. I, I'm going to go with Opie. Fuck, you're probably right. Hannah?
13: I was also going to go with Opie. Hannah,
4: right. hey, you just get your uh, your hair done? It's looking very red today. Yeah. <laughs> you getting ready for bikini shoots, or what's going on over there? Maybe. All right. That's a good answer. Yeah. Producer Chris, what do you think? <laughs> I like bikini (laughs) shoots.
1: All right. We all agree. (laughs) I put (laughs) Zumach. Zumach.
4: All right. Let's go.
1: One,
0: two, three.
7: We're standing in the back of this U-Haul truck, and a garbage truck pulls up next to us and dumps out all of its stuff. And it was so disgusting. It was so disgusting. It was really disgusting. Like... Imagine the back of a garbage truck Like opening up and spewing All of its stuff right next to you And the craziest thing was It's just You're just dumping it on the ground
0: Our next entry
7: Alright, I have to pat myself
4: on the back I pulled that one out of my ass Did anyone else get that one? I wasn't paying attention I was thinking about uh, Handel's bikini No. Oh, okay, so I'm in the lead now Alright,
0: let's go Who said it? I don't like fruit that way if I'm going to eat, like, an apple, I'll just eat an apple. I don't want it in a pie. <laughs> Who said it? All One.
4: I have to say. Two. That sounds so much like a Patty Seacups thing to say, but it could be... See, Patrick Michael and Opie say the same dumb shit. Yeah. It's always between those two in my head. I'm going Patty Seacups. Doug, what do you think? I am also going with Patrick Michael. Okay. Um, Hannah?
13: I'm going to go with Opie again.
4: Okay. Producer Chris? Opie. All right. I guess you guys are all on the same wavelength that I am. It could be one of those two. Let's see.
1: Three. The only way I eat like an apple pie, it's and this is what job. I do, I get it with a la mode, <laughs> with vanilla ice cream. And I just eat the crust with the ice cream.
4: That's the best part.
1: Yeah, I'm not into the fun. like I don't I don't like I don't like fruit that way. If I'm gonna eat a like an apple, I'll just eat an apple. I don't want it in a it's pie. Or so next
4: what
3: time. the fuck?
4: That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> so you just want ice
1: cream. Okay. Yeah,
3: That's,
1: just want our ice cream. Like, yeah, yeah, Why
4: the long game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said sand's apple in my apple pie! <laughs> the fuck?
0: Alright. Who said it? I'm just doing this because COVID shut down all my band's gigs. Who said it?
4: Hold on a second. This should be obvious, right? Who the fuck's in a band out of these people? I'm just doing this because COVID shut down all my band's gigs. Who would say that? I, so, all right, so it's probably talking about something else. It's totally out of context. So I'm going to go with um, Tom Myers. Doug.
3: I've got to go with Patrick
4: Michael. Yeah, okay. Uh, Hannah?
13: Patty C. Cups.
4: Interesting, okay. And me too, Patty. Really? Yep. Okay, I guess there's something I'm missing then. Let's check this out.
0: One, two, three
10: donald trump is firing everybody so he's putting all these active heads in charge of the government they're only going to be there for you know two months or so the last thing you want to hear if there's some major crisis you know you hear the agency head go
1: well i don't know how to fix this i'm a temp i'm just doing this because covid shut down all my band's gigs man And all right, that was almost impossible. Bullshit. And I yeah.
5: fucking
4: nailed it, guys. I, I this bullshit. won't happen again. Th- those are t- You're looking at me a little suspiciously over there producer Chris. That was pretty impressive what I just pulled off. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to erase the rest of this podcast. This episode when I put it out tomorrow is just going to be the who said it game. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for pulling all those clips. And Doug. the victory lap on. <laughs> yeah, thanks thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. All right, what's the score producer Chris? Uh, we've got two uh-huh. uh, bunch of zeros. Oh, okay. I guess I'm in the lead then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a good winner. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Our next entry. Who said it? Uncle Paul always wanted the wings too. So we would fight over the wings. Who said it? All right.
4: You guys have been thinking about Patty C Cups. I think this one is Patty C Cups. I think the Uncle Paul is to throw us off because obviously Uncle Paul was a character that Jim Norton played, so you would think Opie, but I'm going Patty C Cups. What do you think, Doug? John. All right. John, what do you think, Hannah? Uh,
13: Patty C Cups. That's hard, though.
4: I don't, I don't know. Not a lot of confidence in that answer. <laughs> no. But following me is a good idea because I'm crushing it. So good strategy there. Uh, Producer Chris. Opie. Opie.
0: One,
1: two, three. I like the wings. I'm I'm a wing guy. (laughs) I made myself some buffalo wings last night. I like wings. So I'm going to want the turkey wing. And then, like, uh, you know, my, uh, you know, Susanna's uncle, Paul, always wanted the wings, too. So we would fight over the wings. It was a wing fight. But anyway... Our next entry.
4: Well done, dog. You are on the board, my friend. If I I just need this one, and then I can talk shit. I know. If I find a way to lose this game, I'm going to be more upset than when Germany lost to Japan at soccer.
0: (laughs) Who said it? Get this guy into a therapist. Keep him locked in a room until we can make sure he's fucking better. Who said it?
4: Chad Zumak.
13: Yeah?
4: What do you think, Doug? Opie. Okay, Hannah? Opie. Producer Chris. Jesus, I suck at this. Tom Myers. If this is Opie, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> that will put us put me in a tie
8: with Doug.
0: One, two, three.
8: Everybody deals with some sort of anxiety or depression, oh, right? But a lot of us uh, that no deal with these them. things, we look relatively normal. We we don't look like at some point we've let it all go. So Cardiff has yeah, two points. I was points. just going
5: <laughs> to say you're tied with Cardiff. You're right.
8: <laughs> <laughs> but when you see this guy and you also know things must not be going well for him, and then you see, oh, also he has this, this, and this, and this, traits, right? We should be able to say, hey, get this guy into a therapist, keep him locked in a room until we can make sure he's fucking better. But for some reason, we can't. We have to wait until people's heads are blown off in a fucking grocery store.
0: Our next entry. Who said it? I'm a visionary. Back in the day, I'm like, this this cursive is going to go away. Who said it?
4: (laughs) That has to be Greg Opie Hughes. That is something that Opie would say. He always thought that it was a waste of time to learn math in school and he's always complaining about things that he learned. He's like, you don't even need that shit. Then everyone becomes a fucking radio DJ with hilarious people next to them carrying them through life. Oh, a lot of people go on to be engineers and anyway. Uh, what do you think there, Doug? Tom Myers. Okay. Hannah.
13: Um, Chad Zumok.
4: Oh fuck.
0: Yeah, me. I put the Z-man down
4: oh, too. Oh fuck me. It's gonna be the Z-man.
0: One, two, three
2: is going to be writing like they're writing letters from the turn of the century yes. so i'm just going <laughs> to print everything and i was just getting like barely passing i'm like i'm sorry but i'm not i'm not here for the
1: cursive and where you have to follow the lines no that <laughs> your g your g's above that one line what line and then it's got to go below the other get the hell out of here
4: it's a madman. Good bit. He's <laughs> lost his mind. Wow! I got three points. I can't believe it, guys. I uh, I wasn't expecting this. I uh, well, I do have a note that I want to read. Uh.
2: I'm a visionary. Back in the day, I'm like this. This cursive is gonna go away, like many many things. So when are you and I gonna complete the uh, bro Okay, thanks, brother. I-
0: <laughs> That's all for this week. Now you know. Who said it? Brought to you by Stut John Con. February third and fourth in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Get your tickets now.
4: Why isn't why, no- why is no one else celebrating right now? I don't see you guys all excited for me. That's one of the
3: Stupid things that I, really, mouth, <laughs> I that? really like about you, Carl, is you're humble. Thank I like you. that about you.
4: I'm the most humble fucking motherfucker you've ever <laughs> met, asshole. <laughs> Don't you forget it. What have we done today? Whew. We've done it all. Mm. We talked about Tattoo Squid Podcast, mm. and I still haven't figured out what Dre's problem is. I think getting hit with a cue ball is probably yeah. as good an explanation as any. I think Doug's right. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Uh, Obviously, Gina Grad's a little bit too excited about the Masked Singer. Stuttering John does not want to take Q&A from the audience. He wants to tell the jokes he wrote 22 years ago. Get off the stage. Uh, We had some great submissions to the Chad Zumach Song Parody Contest. Keep those coming, please. Harrison Young is asking the questions that nobody else will. <laughs> or could. <laughs> or would want to. So, you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The
1: teaser. teaser. The teaser.
4: This is a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts coming up on our midweek edition.
13: Good me man.
8: Welcome. To...
13: Ew, it's Christmas.
8: It is Christmas. Wait, I, for, I was going to play a song but I forgot.
13: Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Oh my god, oh, speaking of Insync, you guys, I don't know if you have Peloton, the bike. Well, JC did a live ride last night and it was amazing and I loved it and I love Insync. Thank you.
8: JC Chaze on the Peloton. Yes. All right, I'm going to ready, ready for my song. I want to play for you.
5: Yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to you? Predict the Pitch? <laughs> man, the paper boy. Gay people on TV.
4: This is a show called It's Happening with Snooky and Joey. That's right. The Jersey Shore's very own Snooky is back in podcast form. And we're going to be enjoying that suggestion from Adam Hughes. Hughesy. It's Hughesy. Hello. He'll be joining us. When we record the show on Wednesday, it'll be out on Thursday. It's happening with Snooki and Joey. Look forward to that one.
1: I love
4: washed up celebrities doing podcasts. They're always so good at it. It's always such a good move for them to make. Doug, thank you so much for coming on the show, suggesting the podcast we reviewed today. Always a pleasure talking to you. People should check out Who's Right, the show that won't stop, can't stop, with you and Anthony, What's that what's the right. ways with the, who's right?
3: Oh, I I do want to mention that February third and fourth I'll be in Buffalo at the Stud John Con.
4: No, no, <laughs> Dabble Con! Rochester, Dabble Con.
3: I just I'm like Ron Burgundy, I just read whatever Cardiff puts in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Cardiff.
4: Friend or foe. That's what I ask. <laughs> Both. I don't know if I should ride bikes with him or not. <laughs>
3: Oh, thanks for having me on, man.
4: Yo, dude, it's always always a blast, and uh, people should check out Who's Right. You guys are up on YouTube. You have the podcast, and, of course, patreon.com slash who's right? Correct. Pod.
3: Yeah, just who's right.
4: Who's right. Very good. All right. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to wrap things up. Then we're going to play some uh, voicemails, read some reviews. Doug, feel free to hang out, or you can hunt later. Whichever you prefer, my friend I want to be conscious of your time Please, join us again For the next WTP as we find out once and for all Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody
1: Parting in the mush pits Of morning radio And now the show is over
4: now mm,
2: Okay, great show Good job, everybody Great job, everyone
8: This dude is fucking corny Charismatic
5: Uh-oh, retard
4: alert Retard alert,
5: class And that's the way the
7: news goes You like what I tell them to like Who
3: gives a shit, who gives a fuck
1: Fucking things suck
13: Uh, You know, who are
1: these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox.
14: From Facebook, we share comments regarding Stuttering John's recent radio interview. Pablo Meza writes, He got zero from that host after that terrible Uber joke. Guarantee he uses it tonight as his comedy show. Andy Whitney, Has anyone laughed at their own jokes more than Stut Joe? Joe Hines answers Jackie, he's stealing that bit too. Brian J makes fun of the DJ's fake leg and the comedy club. How has he not been beaten up yet? Travis. That interview is incredible. That guy seems really enthusiastic about talking about his leg. I can't believe John never asked about it. Brian K. Wagner, that DJ is rethinking his career choices in life. Josh, I've never heard someone try to pack a show by shitting on the town, the venue, and the DJ they like. I guess that's why I'm not a marketing genius like Mr. Hamburger. And from YouTube, we first have some posts on Chad Zumach. Brian's lawn care has a shocker. Hey, WATP, I love the show so much. I just have to tell you, Chad was actually good on Cleveland radio. I don't know what happened to him, but at one point he was kind of funny and kept the horrible Cleveland radio show in check. Obviously things have not worked out for Chad, but at one time he was all right. That being said, what a fucking tool. Hatter 91 the broke, unfunny Fred Durst? Oh wait, Fred Durst is the first broke, unfunny Fred Durst. Alex M with the ponderous, Ween way cooler than Weezer. Maybe time for Ween fans to declare war on Weezer fans. Principled uncertainty, this is one of the best roasts of Chad I have ever seen. Isis were less brutal. Dead Grandma notes, this Chad guy doesn't care a lot. And on the topic of Stut Joe's resurfacing, Mike62 writes, there's non-self-awareness and then there's John Melendez. ACS Shap, Stut Joe is the car wreck you just gotta rubberneck. Pancake Nips. I can pull an OJ with my toes. And that horrific laugh wheeze after makes me ill. Scott Hogo Pines. They should change the name of the club this weekend to the Dabble Z. Kevin Connor. Big shout out to the Menendez Brothers. And finally, some posts on Harrison Young. Johnny Mars. Harrison has been a legend in the underground public access community for many years. Keep on snapping, Harry. Drowning McKilla Listener, OMG! I am all in with not only Harrison, but Nick Kardashian. Harrison has that timeless look that conveys Driver's Ed instructor from 1982, and I am 100% here for it. In fact, this fella is a way better host than John. Amazing job, boys. Billy Badass. Maybe there is life after stuttering Juan. This guy is awesome. He is a real-life SNL sketch. Doberman's Rule. Aww, Harrison is how Carl will be in five years. And Freedom lunch plays us out with. He's the Larry King of public access.
4: Well, Doug left us, but did he really leave us at all? Oh, there he
5: is. Ooh, Sneaky.
4: Hey! All I was right.
3: going for a silent joke, and then it backfired because I couldn't bring myself back in. Oh. oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Alright, Hannah, do we have any new reviews you want to read for us?
13: Yes, there's one. Okay. Um, it's called Despicable by WC Terry 94. Okay. All this show does is make fun of mentally handicapped people. Today, they should yeah. not have a platform and they should be sued for copyright infringement. <laughs> All
5: right.
4: Well, today that is, uh, that is correct. And we apologize for that. Is that a five-star review, Hannah? It is. Oh, very good. Thank you. I appreciate it. The one that. time that the review is correct. <laughs> Doug, I'm glad you're still here because this first voicemail is for you.
11: Hey, Carl. How's it going? It. I uh, I gotta admit, I'm a big fan of uh, the not big chefs, you know, everyday people and uh, the everyday people who podcast as well. You know, Trucker randy, Prosh, Mean Doug, and oh, speaking of Mean Doug, uh, who I like him, and uh, I would do a meet and greet and buy his coffee from the coffee company he wants to start if he'd wash his fucking hands after he went to the fucking bathroom. That's disgusting. I don't know you weren't jerking it or fucking the dirty hooker. Why don't you go wash your fucking hands for real? And I swear to God if I see people doing that shit I call them out at work. That's fucking disgusting. Unless you're working out in the woods and there's nowhere you can wash your hands. Fuck you for not washing your fucking hands. It's fucking disgusting. Grow up, bitch. Bye. <laughs>
3: Okay, if if you go to a urinal and you unzip, pull down your underwear, your dick pump out, pops out, you piss, you shake your underwear, put your dick back in, zip up, do you wash your hands? If you say yes, you're a fucking liar. Doug, you do not have to wash your hands if you're taking a piss. I know, that's that's what I'm, I'm fucking saying.
4: I'm 100% with you on that. Unless you're pissing on your hands and you need to wash that off. <laughs> Otherwise... It's not like my dick is dirtier than any other part of my body. So I never understood that. If I go to sporting events, there's no way I'm washing my hands. I need to get back to my seat. If I'm at a concert, you didn't to fucking get soap and water involved in that shit.
3: So what what he was talking about is I told the story on on who's right that I was at work and I was standing at the urinal pissing. And then the, the guy behind me or... or I got done pissing. The guy came in, and he started pissing, and then I had to go to the sink, and I turned the water on to make it sound like I washed my sure. hands because it was a co-worker. I didn't yeah, want him to think that I'm move. a disgusting fucking pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what he was talking about. God forbid you just get your hands wet for a second.
4: Ginkle <laughs> so that fire. He's whistling, singing the hand-washing <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah,
3: he's there for 20 seconds. <laughs> I, I have to sing happy birthday twice, right?
4: Is that, is that this or is that the other thing? Yeah, right. Hannah, what's your take on this? Uh, wash your hands after pissing. Go.
13: Uh... I, I mean, it's different for girls, I it guess. Is. I don't know. It is different um, for girls.
4: Girls are always shoving their fingers in their assholes. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. know what they do. Yeah, when Crazy.
3: when I'm cleaning up, like when, after I shake and after I get done peeing, there's no part of my hand that goes inside my body. It's right. different for guys. Yeah, it is
13: very
4: yeah. different
3: for guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
13: I mean, my hands don't go inside of my body either for peeing. Could you
4: pretend they do, though? Um, Just for the sake of my yeah, show. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
13: So then in that case, you'd wash your hands. Okay. Or lick them off. Or, yeah, or that.
4: I don't know what's going on today. I I, I was playing. And the
13: show has reached
4: a new low. (laughs) I was playing um, on the Drew and Mike show. I was playing Dennis Rodman. We found a long lost episode of On the Rebound with Dennis Rodman. And for some reason, Dennis Rodman started talking about the sh- the movie The Incredibles, mm-hmm. and it was cracking him up. <laughs> Apparently, it's not like Dennis Rodman has young kids or anything. I think it's just like what he watches for entertainment. <laughs> he's a child. Yeah,
11: dude, I'm listening to that episode of Turn Mike. The thought of Dennis Rodman sitting down in a a room by himself with a bucket of popcorn <laughs> just to watch The Incredibles, <laughs> like. 20th time this week is so funny. And he laughs as hard as he did the first time. He just doesn't like... <laughs> the jokes never get old for him.
4: <laughs> that is true. I, I, I don't think Dennis Robin retains information very well at this stage of his life. Nate from Flint, Michigan called into the show.
11: Hey, Carl. Nate from Flint, Michigan. You know, maybe after Vince explains the particulars of insurance adjustment, You can go into the ABCs of digital marketing because that's compelling content. Let's have a half hour on insurance adjustment uh, claims and such. Maybe we can do a weekly segment with me. You know, I'm a whiz at Microsoft Excel. We could have spreadsheets with Nate. Fuck you for even entertaining that thought, Carl. Don't make that content. Oh,
4: sure. I thought we were going to do pivot tables together. I thought he was being serious. Okay, I guess we're not going to talk about Excel spreadsheets that fine. Don't even
3: want to now. There's a segment I put together called V Lookups. V Lookups versus indexing. What do you think? That's compelling shit right there.
4: I mean, I have my opinions on it, but I want to hear the arguments made before I come to a strong conclusion on it. Nate calls back in again.
11: Hey, Carl. Nate from Flint, Michigan again. I would be absolutely delighted to have Cardiff Electric as my plus one at your comedy extravaganza coming up on February 3rd, 4th, and 18th or whatever I'm not gay or whatever so if we go have you on a hotel room he has to agree to be the little spoon because I'm not gay but I I will compromise whisper sweet nothings into that William Shatner Michael Myers mask his.
4: tell him to call me you got my number all right Cardiff. if you need a plus one Nate from Flint is volunteering Hannah you gonna make it up to the uh the show in Rochester in February
13: I'm gonna try to make it on Saturday Um, all right yeah, I'll be in Boston that weekend, and it's gonna be so cold anyway. So I might as well just People go keep there. saying but I can't that. Friday.
4: People keep saying it's yeah. gonna be cold. We have beautiful weather in February in Rochester. I saw, oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw what El Horrible, the commercially put together, it looked like it was gonna be like a beach party. Yeah, coming up. So that's <laughs> typical. I'm excited about it. All right, Hannah, that's awesome. I hope you can kind of make it. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you involved in the show. Okay. Yeah, show your tits or something. All right. <laughs> What's going on? Listen, episode 363. I can't take my eyes off that
11: fucking potato. It's hypnotizing. How is how is this not the
9: number one show on Nickelodeon for kids? Yeah. I'm hypnotized by this fucking potato, Carl. He's got to be on every episode from now on.
4: It's funny you say that because I was messaging with Christian Blatt after the show. And even he was saying how distracting it was yeah. to be staring at Cardiff with his little smirks and his, his grins. Yeah. It is, it is hypnotizing. He would have a very popular show on Nickelodeon, I think, if he weren't such a psycho. All right. Paco calls into the show. Now, as we know, Paco's a truck driver. I believe he's actively loading his truck during this call, because that's what it sounds like.
9: Yeah, what's up, Kyle? This is Paco. Uh, I just got to talk about that one, uh, the woman that she was uh, reviewing her show. Yeah, uh, I think she's looking for the word IDEA. As opposed to story. Yeah. But I could be wrong. You know, English is my first language. I don't fucking understand what it's supposed to Bitch, Got to keep saying story. It sounds so fucking retarded, dude. You know what I'm saying? You guys are doing great. You guys are doing great.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Go ahead and uh, like, use your break time to call into the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, people with uh, white-collar jobs don't call in from a board meeting very often. <laughs> Go ahead and just wait till he has some free time to make the. Hey, Chip Chipperson called into the show. I was loving when Chip calls in.
1: Hey, Carl, it's Chipper. I heard you were talking about that guy, Harrison Young, the other day. What's his father's name?
9: Uh, Harrison Old or something? Uh, <laughs> fucking home run Chipperson. Call me back, dog sucker. Oh, uh, that's a good one.
4: His father wouldn't be, It would be older. Harrison By the way, I found out today when I was watching the show, Harrison Young is in his early 60s. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like he is, but. Yeah, he I don't could know have been anywhere from 25 to 85. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> exactly. I, for some reason, I thought maybe he was younger than that, <laughs> but apparently not. All right, Simon Cowell called into the show. You guys know who Simon Cowell is? This is why I get review girls like Hannah because of the star power of our voicemailers.
9: Kalani poo, baby. Simon Carl here again. I couldn't help notice that you were playing a world-famous Jamar Jones, a.k.a. Jamarmalade, a.k.a. T.J. Jamster and the Jamama Babes. Whoops, did I just leak his next digital debut? (laughs) Silly me. Anyway, Carl, we have to talk, though. You were playing Jamar Jones' music without the express copyright permission from the copyright holder, (laughs) which is me. Now, I have a room full of men in funny hats who are named after precious metals who want to sue. But I told them, fellas, I'll talk to Pooh. Me and him go way back. So I'll tell you what, Carl. You pay me $25,000 a month, and you'll get to play up to two Jamar Jones songs for 30 seconds every month on your podcast. And I know that sounds like a great deal, so get back to me with the deep. Okay, Carl, and if I don't hear back from you, don't you fucking play my copyrighted music ever again without my expression. My okay, Carl, pull <laughs> <call> me back. <laughs>
4: it's not a good Simon Cowell impression, but it works. Yeah, the payoff was good. Yeah, for some reason it works. 25000 a month? That would put me a little bit in the red, but it might be worth it. All right, I'll think about that, Simon Cowell. Those songs are great. I do enjoy playing them. All right, this is the last one we have here.
11: Hey, Carl. It's Anxious Andy here. And I was just calling to give you an observation. Just listening to Stuttering John come back. And it's weird listening to it because, like, as he's making a complete fool of himself, sometimes I sit there and I feel embarrassed
9: for him. And it gets kind of uncomfortable after a while. Not saying to stop doing the stuttering John thing. I'm just uh, observing why that he embarrassed for himself
11: when me as a listener who could give two shits about him, uh, it just feel embarrassed about him.
9: Anyway, call me back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. <laughs>
7: Listen, shut up for a second. <laughs> Boom. All
4: right. That's all we have. Hannah, anything you want to promote? Anything going on?
13: Carl, you know I don't have anything to promote.
4: Oh, I don't know that. That's why I asked. I t- That's why you ask questions, Hannah.
1: To find out. (laughs) No.
4: Doug, thanks again, buddy. It's always great talking to you. Thank you for having me back. Fuck yeah.
1: Okay, folks. Guess what? The episode's over. (laughs) I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. That
5: was a great episode. That was really great.